we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank y'all for joining me tonight. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live in the show, and I appreciate y'all for that. We got a whole lot going on all over the internets, all over mainstream media, social media, everywhere, and I don't know where to start. First of all, shout out to the Nevada Park Rangers out there uh getting the scum off the streets people blocking the road you had a miles longer traffic and these guys acting like they are entitled to the road nevada rangers thought differently we'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later also the jacksonville racially based shooting that's been an issue there's been a whole lot of Politics going on, people talking about, oh, it's a right-wing conservative thing, all kind of ridiculous stuff. Although the guy had mental problems, was on medication. We'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later. Also, shout out to young Jaden, 12 years old, out there in Colorado Springs, Colorado, for bucking against the system, refusing to remove his Gaston flag patch from his book bag. There's an update from the school. We'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later. Also, the Chicago news crew getting robbed at gunpoint while covering the story about robberies in Chicago. You cannot make it up. And it was in a nice part of town. We'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later. Also, uh, the sorority Kappa Kappa Gamma being sued over the trans person had a lawsuit against them dismissed. We'll talk about all that and a whole lot more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. And I thank y'all again for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. You also listen to a podcast right now. It'll be available on your favorite audio streaming platforms, whether that be Spotify, Google Play, Apple iTunes, etc. Link for that will be in the description or just go to your favorite audio streaming platform and search ABL Live. I should pop right on up. Also, shout out to the sponsors. You guys already know all my links, all my sponsors, everything will be in the description box below the video. If you're listening to audio only, there should be a box somewhere, somehow with something in it. Check right there. Everything should be at your fingertips. But of course, patriotpost.us your best source of news and information. Check them out. Link will be in the box or just go to patriotpost.us. Tell them ABL sent you. Also go to the merch website, ablmerch.com. That is A-B-L-M-E-R-C-H dot C-O-M. Tell a friend and tell a friend. We got hats, t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, mugs, and more right there on the website. Also, anthonyblogan.com. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y. The letter B L O G A N dot com. Go to the, go to the front page of the website. We got articles for each video that I produce. So if you're ever wondering, hey ABL, where's the full video? Where's the uncut version? Where's your sources? Everything will be right there on the front page of the website, AnthonyBlogan.com. Also go to AnthonyBlogan.com forward slash contact. You can find my email address, my snail mail address, my social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram. Twitter, now known as X. Everything will be right there on anthonyblogan.com forward slash contact. And if you're ever wondering if you are talking to me or not, just cross-reference. Hey, 
Is this email NigerianPrince007 at Hotmail.com? Is that on ABL's website? If it's not, then you know it's not me. It's not me saying, hey, you know what? I have a great idea. Invest in cryptocurrency. Just send me $45,000. I will send you back $45,500 in 15 weeks. If you hear something like that from a guy that uses my picture, it's probably not me, and he's probably trying to scam you. And the possibility of that being a scam is over 9,000. So please, oh, please, oh, please don't get scammed. And nobody got no time for that in this year, 2023, or in a year prior or in the future. So please be aware because I still get emails from you guys. I promise I do. I say this every single stream when I start. Don't get scammed by no Nigerian scammer, by no 8,500-pound person laying on the ground in Lithuania, some Eastern Bloc country. I tell you guys to not get scammed. And yet I still get emails, hey, uh, I, I thought I was talking to you and I sent some money. This is your warning and I'm going to always warn you. So if I do get an email from you like that, I'm going to say, hey, sir or ma'am, have you ever seen a live stream? <laughs> like, have you ever watched me say, don't do this? So please keep all your monies in your pockets. If it's a get rich quick scam, it's probably something that you don't want to do. So don't do it. All righty. So that's that. Now we got quite a few things going on, quite a few things happening, quite a few videos for you guys to check out. And if you like what you have heard so far, I know what to do. Please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. <laughs> why, why am I being the scam phobic hilarious? That might be the new thing, right? If you don't want to get scammed, you are a scam phobe. That might be the new thing. But yeah, we got a few things going on. A few videos for you guys. And shout out to everybody that's been supporting the shorts on YouTube. For a while, I wasn't posting shorts. I thought they messed with the algorithm, but the shorts have been doing pretty well. So shout out to you guys for supporting those. Um, I got some interesting clips Tucker Carlson. I'm not sure what this was, if it was a podcast or what that he was on, but Tucker got really, really candid um, about some issues. I think I'm going to play some of that. I also have um, some uh, a San Francisco update. We're going to show that. Um, some of these things might be a tad bit graphic, a, a tad bit from Tucker and also uh, my main man, John Amantruku. Okay, the, the pastor who goes around to different schools and he reads books. Imagine being controversial for reading books that are found in the school's library. So, matter of fact, I'm going to kind of start with that and it's going to be graphic a little bit. But hey, you know what? Check it out. If there's a, there's a, if, if there's a school district where a book is available in the actual school library for children to check out and read, and if the book is targeted toward children, then why would it be, how can I say, why would it be controversial to read it? Why would you get kicked out for reading the book? Y'all just let me know that, okay? Y'all let me know. All right, so what I'm going to do first is um, show you kind of a reaction 
um, some parents or somebody, I'm not really sure what these people call themselves, but they got offended. They got triggered. They got butt hurt at my man reading the book. And you're going to see their reaction. Then you're going to hear what's in the actual book. All right. So again, it's going to get graphic. If you got little kids, cover their ears. But hey, context. John Amanchuku is going to read from a book that is available to middle school children. So if adults are having a hard time being able to hear it, then why would it be available for kids to read? Let's use our brain for a moment, shall we? Now, let's um, first look at the reaction from some of the triggered. I'm not sure these people are called parents. If they're just adults in the room or who they are. But let's watch this. I don't want these removed. We all want these books removed. Right, they're terrible. Do you need a help too? Yes, I would, love, I would love to have a help. Do you have any questions? Do you need, do you, now, do you need a help too? Look at this. Now, what are we looking at right here? I think this is a woman. Now, I'm not sure what exactly going on with these with these tattoos. Okay, I'm not a person that's uh, against tattoos. I don't have any tattoos myself. I'm not really that kind of guy to go out there and just get tattoos. I don't have any tattoos. But I think if you have tattoos, maybe they should be in places where you can kind of conceal it if you need to. Having a tattoo of fangs, I suppose, um, a dog's mouth on top of your forehead, maybe that might not be the best place for a tattoo. All right. And we got the buzz cut, um, Demi Moore type deal going on. Very scary. You know what? I think I saw a woman looking like this on Beyond Scary Straight. Um, her name was Diabla. Matter of fact, hold on. Let me see if I can find that. Let me see if I can find that right quick. And then you guys who know what I'm talking about. Oh, matter of fact, hold on. Before we go any further, context, this is one of the parents who got triggered at John Amanchuku for reading books that they think are inappropriate, although the books are available to kids. I'm going to come right back to that. But first, I got to show you guys Diabla. All right. Let's let's put it on the screen right quick. Yeah, let's 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 do this. And then we get right back to the other video. All right. Have you guys do you guys remember this? What you looking at? See if you laugh when you come through the door. That's house. Answer me now. If your vocal cords is broke, I'll make you get down like a dog. Now, this is a prisoner. By the nickname of Diabla. Now, I don't speak the best Spanish, you know what I mean? Tequeo Taco Bell, I don't know. I'm not I'm not a Spanish speaker, but I think that that means devil. <laughs> I think that means devil. And if you look at this person's face, you see the tattoos. I mean, if you see a person right there on the street, you're not going to want to fight. Male, female, whatever. And this person is scarier than the transgender because... I don't think this person identifies as a male, but will still put them paws on you. And you see the face tattoos. This person has 40 years of life in the penitentiary. Uh, they got possession of drugs, stolen property, but I'm sure there's a long rap sheet. Okay. Do you understand me? I am Diabla. Y'all know what that means? It means I'm the devil. That's what all my homies call me. It's baby devil. I got set on fire. Two years old. Stabbed. Drown, beat repeatedly. I walk up in somebody else's hood and just smoke you. I don't ever do drive-bys. I want to see you die. 
Okie dokie. So we got kind of an idea of what you see when you see tattoos like that and that kind of disposition. Now, let's go back to the school board. All right. Nice little transition. All righty. So when you see something like this, this, this is a woman, by the way. This is a woman. I'm thinking the same thing in my head. So if I'm my man, John Amachuku, I need to have my gun on me. I need to have my pistol on me at a school board meeting. Imagine that. Now, whose mama is this? Whose Tia is this? Who is this person? Is that security for the school board? I don't know what's going on, but let's continue. I don't want these removed. We all want these books removed. Right, right, right. Do you need a help too? Yes, I would, love, I would love to have a help. Do you have any questions? Do you need something? I have a lot of questions. Because my child never heard any of this stuff that you were reading her and yeah, your group were reading her. I haven't read yet, but I'm going until to. Until we were in here. I have a lot to read. I, you know and something, so then you're okay with, you are okay no, no. with reading this you material okay to a 13 year old little girl? System. You're okay you are with okay DEI. with this. You you're okay with diversity, the equity, and inclusion. You're okay with the Pride Month. And read this you're stuff okay aloud to my child. Is that you're what you're okay with? You literally just jump. said you're going to read you, more explicit material to my child. I never had an issue with them. So if you guys don't understand what's going on, this person right here is a mom, this is a woman. Okay, I've, I've shown you just two women. Diabla from the penitentiary, that was a woman. A biological XX. Okay, be clear. Biological XX woman, I showed you. And right here, same thing. A biological XX woman. All right, this, this, is, what we, this is what we're dealing with. Now, this person is a mom, apparently. I'm not quite sure if there was a surrogate, if she had a baby on her own, like she gave birth. I don't, I don't really know. But she says she's a mom. And she has a child in the school district, and she's mad at John Amanchuku for reading books that contain explicit material, although the books are found in the school system. Now, again, if there's an issue with the book, then maybe it shouldn't be there. And that's his whole point. At a certain point, y'all agree. Y'all agree. She's saying the book shouldn't be read. He's saying the book shouldn't be there. The reason why he's reading the books is to get the books out of the school system. Makes sense, doesn't it? So why would they be arguing? I don't really understand. Maybe it's because she doesn't want him to expose what's happening in the school system. Maybe that's the reason why she's arguing with him. I have an issue I with you will, coming in here verbalizing it to my child. Then it's a bunch of fucking weirdos. Weird bro. Rev. Yeah, Rev. You calling me weird? Have you not looked at your face in a long time? Okay. <laughs> I don't want to have you removed. So. Getting triggered, mad, pointing and everything. Like, super mad. So what do we call this? Is it like, is that, is that a Karen, like a, a penitentiary Karen? Is, is this like a scary Karen? Uh, like a final boss Karen? Like what's going on? I'm not really sure what you call that, but I digress. Let's get into the actual books. Now, again, this is going to be explicit. It's going to be explicit. So if you got sensitive ears, if you got youngins around, cover the ears. But this is available. Look at this. So I'm, I'm reading the, um, the caption from Lips of TikTok. It says, graphic, a citizen read from a pornographic book available to students in IRC schools and was shut down by the board and then removed by security. Too graphic for the board to hear, but perfectly okay for middle schoolers. Make it make sense. Now on the topic of these pornographic books that you keep calling these uh, point of contacts on as it relates to whether they should be read or not. Um, 13 Reasons Why by Jay Asher. Currently in Storm Grove Middle School and Freshman Learning Center. Page 265. 
as if letting him finger me was going to cure all okay, my you. problems. Sir, but in there. the end, Sir, I, I will never stop told you there. Away. And then and we will continue you stop rubbing to circles on my stomach. There, Instead, you rub back and forth, gently along my waist. Your pinky made its way under the top of my panties and roll back and forth from hip to hip. The faces, wait a minute. Look look at the faces. But like, lady, what's what's up with the look, nobody should be surprised here. Nobody should be all up in arms at him, getting mad at him because he's just exposing what's going on in the in the library. Again, I'm gonna say it one more time in case people didn't hear me or you're just now coming in. He's reading from a book that is available in the library that middle schoolers have access to. Your kids, if they go to that particular school district they can go to the library check that book out and read it so if it's inappropriate for him to read it and adults making faces like this fully grown boomers making faces like this maybe an 11 year old little boy or girl shouldn't be reading it just maybe if you rub back you and forth gently along my way your pinky made its way under the top it, of my please, panties sir, and roll back it. and forth you don't from stop here to I ask you to leave thank you Yes, sir. I asked you to stop, and you're going to have to leave if you don't continue with that. Yes, sir. No, sir. I asked you to stop. I asked you to stop. Sir, if you don't, sir, I'm asking you to stop. If you don't do it, we're going to have you removed. Thank you. Please. I've asked you to stop. Yes, sir. I've asked you to stop. Sir, I'm asking you to stop. Yes. And I, when I stop, it's removed. And I've asked you to stop, so they were removed. So maybe, just maybe, this is the reason why Department of Homeland Security or whatever. Remember that? They, they were trying to target parents going to school board meetings. They had a, an eye on that. Maybe this is the reason why. It's because they don't want parents actually being involved and exposing what's going on. Maybe they want the indoctrination of your children to just continue to happen without you really getting in the way. Without the parents saying anything. They want you just to be at home or go to work and not bother with your kids, drop them off and let them just do whatever they're going to do. Okay. It's like the whole thing in California where, um, you, you're, if the, if your child wants to become transgender and the teachers know, they're not going to tell you the teachers can groom your kids and it's not even a big deal. You're not even going to be aware of it. Maybe they don't want you to be aware. And if you are aware that kind of gets in the way of the plan, perhaps. Okay, sir. Mr. Teske, would you remove him, please? Three warnings. Three warnings. I've asked you, please, to remove. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you won't stop, you won't stop. I've asked you to stop. Allow the world to see me Okay, sir. I just said I've stopped you from reading. It's going to be removed, so I'm going to ask you to go. It's not right that you're not listening. Sir, he needs to be removed. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Now, I'm not sure what the applause was for. What was the applause for? Was the applause because he stood up for parents who don't want their kids to be exposed to pornographic material? Or were they clapping because they agreed with the school board by kicking them out? You see, if the applause was because they agreed that he was getting kicked out, that's the problem right there. You got the, you got the administration in on it and a lot of the parents in on it. That's the problem right there. Okay, so we got to start right there. Look at that going on. Okay, so shout out to John Amanchuku Sr., a pastor who does a lot of this. He goes to different school boards and simply reads books. And it's always a problem. He's always getting cussed out and kicked out. But 
He's not getting cussed out and kicked out because the books are bad. Because if the books are bad, then they wouldn't be in the library. He's getting cussed and kicked out because he's exposing what's going on and they don't want it to happen. They want to talk over him and tell him to shut up and whatever because they don't want what's going on to be exposed to the general public. They don't want the parents to know. So now you know. Now you know. All right. Now, yeah, was that all the school board? That probably was all the school board people clapping. Yeah, they wanted to get out of there because they wanted to continue to indoctrinate your kids. That is a problem. Okay. And then all this whole, you know, um, uh, Black Lives Matter. Oh, you know, let uh, you got to hear black voices. That goes out the window as soon as you say a thing they don't like. You know, oh, we got to hear black voices. Then you you read some of the books they have in the library. All of a sudden now you don't want to hear black voices. So that lets me know that all this woke stuff is just BS. It's all it's all BS and everybody knows it. It's not even a thing to really even try to try to argue about, you know. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. And we have more video here. This is uh, Southern Border update time. Now, these guys are streaming across the border. And take a wild guess. Before I play the video, take a wild guess where these guys are from. Because, you know, a normie, if you ask a regular normie about the border, they're going to say, oh, they're Mexicans. They're going to say something like that, right? That's what, that's what a normie would think. They're not going to think about the reality of the world. You see, people like myself and yourself, we are not in the matrix. You understand? We have been able to get the proverbial red pill and see the world for what it is. We know the southern border is a big operation of human trafficking going on. It's... People getting smuggled in, paying big bags of money to come into the southern border from all over the world, not just Mexico, but all over the entire planet, every country in the world. You're going to get some Canadians. Yes, Canadians, because it's easier to get through the southern border than the northern border. You're getting Canadians. You're getting Africans. You're getting Europeans. You're getting Chinese, Indians from India, Caribbeans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans. You're getting uh, South Americans, Chileans, Hondurans, Central America. You're getting everybody from all over the world in the southern border. Now, somebody got it right there. Somebody got it. I think one person got it. And my question was, where do you think these guys are from? Okay, I'm going to show you the video in a minute. There's a bunch of these guys in the video. Somebody got it. I'm not going to say who it is. All right. And you, you guys are kind of close. I'm seeing, I think, two of you guys got it. Let's go ahead and just play it, and you're going to see. So did I hear Syria? Is that what I heard? I think I heard Syria. These guys appear to be some kind of Central American at the same time, but I think I heard Syria. Maybe I'm wrong. Did you guys hear Spanish speaking? Did you guys hear whatever their language is? Assyrian, Arabic, whatever. Did you guys hear that? 
I'm pretty sure I heard Syria, but maybe it's maybe it's just me. Yeah, I heard Syria at the beginning. Check it out. Yeah, Syrians. ABL, how do you have guys from Syria at the southern border? Because you can't walk from Syria. Uh, you know what? If anybody asks me that question, I'm going to just say, hey, you know what? You have, you have a lot to learn. There's a lot to learn because there was one point in my life I would have asked the same question. Like, hey, how is this possible? Guys from Africa, guys from Middle East, Europe, how are they coming through the southern border? How did they get to Mexico? I thought they were just poor and hungry and just trying to find a better life. Well, they are flying. <laughs> They're getting on planes. You know, they may come from a, a poor country, a war-torn country. What does that really mean? Planes fly all over the world. They, they got planes in Syria. They got planes in Africa. They got planes, obviously, in Europe, Asia, uh, Russia. They got planes all over the world. They're going to get on a plane, on a boat, whatever they can, and they're going to get to Mexico some kind of way, and they're going to walk right across the border. That's what's going on. And check it out. Somebody said, somebody said they drove. Now, check it out. Um... I also read recently that they found some Uzbeks at the border who had connections to ISIS and they had been smuggled in and it was a paid service to get them smuggled in. All right. So you're literally importing terrorists, terrorists to the country. And it's not really a big deal, right? Not only are you important guys that got ties to ISIS, you don't know what kind of diseases they got all kind of like incurable, like, and, and the whole thing about C-19, they're talking about, okay, you got to put your mask on in certain parts of the country. They're trying to reinstitute mask mandates. But yet, you can leave the southern border wide open. Make that make sense. It's ridiculous. It's like, okay, how can I make it be like an analogy? I'm, I'm not really sure. Okay, if you have a place that's totally locked down and nobody can go anywhere, but these guys can go wherever they want to go then how do you have a lockdown? You're only going to lock down some people and not everybody? How is there a mask mandate that could be coming out? How are there still vaccine mandates in some parts of the country, potentially? How is that even a thing if there's nothing like that at the southern border? Nothing. You could come in with whatever, tuberculosis, um, HIV, whatever you want, come on through. You can have leprosy, you could be, you could have the plague, whatever you want. Anybody gonna check, just come on, come one, come all. And then they're trying to put up borders themselves, Texas, that is, at the they're trying to put barriers in the Rio Grande, the little, the little floating barrier. They're trying to put that up. Now they're getting sued by the Biden administration. <laughs> it's like, what you want me to do? Like, what am I to do? And then when Texas sends these migrants to other parts of the country, like New York City, then they want to cry about it. Then they want to bet to the federales for some money. It's like, you know, you know what the solution is to stop all the illegal immigration immediately, just at the source, stop it, rather than trying to cry and get money later to figure it out. It's so weird. It's so weird. All right. But we have more video here. Now, I'm going to get graphic again. It's going to get graphic. This is about Barack Obama. Now, 
before I do anything about this particular uh, video here, understand me when I say this. I'm not a guy that is um, an LGBT hater. I just hate certain aspects of their community. Obviously, when you got children involved, that shouldn't be going on. Leave the kids out of it. You can have your uh, LGBT movement without having the kids involved. If you're involving the kids in your movement, you are a pervert. Point blank, point blank period. That's what's going on. That's that's what's happening. Okay. And I'm going to play uh, a video before Tucker. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of lead into it so you kind of understand what I'm getting at. But leave the kids out of it. And also, if that's what you're into, whatever, whatever you got going on with yourself, I think a certain level of honesty is in play, especially when you're out here dealing with women. Like this, this whole down low thing where you got guys that are gay or they may go both ways and they don't tell their partner and they out here spreading the bug, spreading the house in Virginia, spreading that to unsuspecting women. See, I got a problem with that as well. The, the deception, the lies, and then the perversion. But if you got two adults who want to do whatever they want to do behind closed doors, that's their business. But once you get into the lying and also trying to silence people for telling the truth, that's when I got a problem. But first, but first, first, here's a video from a movie theater of a person that's refusing to, to leave. And you'll kind of understand why I'm playing this right now while speaking about the LGBTQ element of P in the moment. Okay. And that this is, this is something else. I don't like when somebody tries to use their status as LGBT or a certain race to just act a plum fool. Okay. I don't care. Look, man, you can identify as puff of train smoke. You can identify as you can identify as hurricane, uh, Adalia, whatever it is right now in Florida, you can identify as, um, a flash flood. Whatever you want to identify as, cool. But you got still common courtesy, decency, respect. Those things still apply. It doesn't matter if you identify as a, a beat-down lawnmower that you got to replace at the end of the season. Still give people, human beings, respect. Let's check it out. Out your mind. It's not yours. Go seat. away. That's not gonna I happen. pay my money. I have a right to, to it. sit in your seat. Correct? Yes, that's my not, seat. That's not your seat. How can you tell us that my seat? Because your ticket has your seat number on it. Whatever. Let's find it. Whatever. This can easily do be your own policy. No, you're, you're no, I'm gonna be an because you're big and I am not. Now here's the context. This person, you're gonna see him in a minute, and you're gonna understand what I'm talking about. This person is in the wrong seat in the movie theater. Now, this is pretty interesting. I played the video on Twitter. People were like, you have a science seat at the movie? Th yeah. So in some theaters, when you buy a ticket, it'll give you an assigned seat. It's like that where I live. Okay, you go online, buy your tickets. It'll say row F11. Okay, you get two. You're sitting beside your date or whatever. Y'all are F10, F11. You go to the theater, sit right there. It's all good. No fuss, no muss. You can't just sit in the wrong seat if it's assigned to you right there. Okay. That's just not how it goes. See what, what this guy probably did was sit in the very coveted seat front and center. You can't do that or like not front and center, but in the middle, like dead middle or like middle back. Those are always ones that like snapped up first. 
I'm a patron here. Okay, and I'm trying to find And this will seat. be the last time that I come to this imagined theater. Sounds All right, great. I paid I, my money. Great. Does please, anybody please here come think that this is back. actually uh, a, a thing where it's like, it doesn't matter where you sit. It's not a side seating. It is. Go sit in your- it is. Now, do you see what's going on here? Do you, do you see this big Bruce Jenner back in the long tresses, the, the long blind, and, and that what they call it, a long blind tresses, and this big um, NFL football player, Tom Brady, Ryan Leaf, looking character, acting the fool in a the movie theater? See, that's my problem. You're, you're trying to lean on that as a crutch so you could do whatever you want to do. I'm going to sit wherever I want. I'm going to talk to you any kind of way. I hate that behave as a normal human being in society. What you have right now is a big six foot five uh, NFL football player. Okay. Um, decathlete looking strongman looking Mr. Olympia looking person wearing a dress and long hair, just behaving very entitled. I don't like that. Your own seat. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Please, sir. Let's find your seat. And we can start. No, the- I'm not going to. Then I'm going to ask you to leave. You did, like four or five times. And that's why now we have a disturbance. Because some other people can't just okay. be like, you know what? I could sit right here. Sir, we're not doing this anymore. One seat off. We're not doing One this seat off. Now, let's, let's fast forward a little bit, and you're going to see this person. Look at this. Watch this. Okay. I apologize about that. Goodbye, everyone. Enjoy your movie. My man has on some kind of pink dress jumpsuit. You got a big beard. You're looking like Thor. You're looking like Thor. Not 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 even, not even Thor. Not Thor. What, what should, what, what's what's um Thor's dad? Uh 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 um not Mr. Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. You're looking like Thor's daddy right now. Okay. That's what you're looking like. You're looking like Greek mythology right now, but you have on a whole pink jumpsuit. Acting the fool, that kind of thing, that's an issue. All right. And they and they want to say, oh, I'm being discriminated against. I'm going to tell. Tell what? Tell that you were acting the fool in your pink jumpsuit. Odin. Shout out to Odin. Yeah. You got Odin. Odin is down bad. Odin is supposed to be the pillar of masculinity, the pillar of strength. This man got on um, a Barbie doll outfit. <laughs> this man looking like a powder puff girl. This is crazy. Still got the beer and everything. Where's your staff at, sir? If you had your staff, you could have just ended all the nonsense. But obviously, you've traded the staff for this uh, I'm a Barbie girl in the Barbie world outfit. It's crazy. So there you go. Shout out to Odin. Odin down bad. (laughs) Odin is down super bad. But I digress. Let me get back to um, what I wanted to show you. This is about Mr. Barack Obama. Now, this is going to be kind of like blasphemy. It's going to be to many. They're not going to like this. You know, talking about their man, Obama. It's like, look, ain't nobody perfect. Everybody has their issues. And Obama has been known for a while that he swung for the other team. He, he can, he can, you know, go back and forth. It's been known for a while. Remember he had that guy when he first became president, they called him a body man. It's like, what is a body man? I mean, I've never in my life heard that term until Barack Obama had this guy he would always hang out with and be doing things with that I think lived in the White House or lived near the White House. It's weird. It's like, okay, if you become the president, 
and you move into the White House, you bring in your wife and your children. If you got small kids, that's what happens usually, right? I think when Trump went to the White House, it was him, Melania, and Barron. Barron was like 11 years old. His adult kids were not in the White House. You know, Eric and Trump Jr. and Tiffany, they were not in the White House, but Barron was. Now, I think Obama had Michelle and then the two girls and then some some man. It's like, who is this? Who is this dude that's always in the White House? Does he live there? But anyway, I digress. Let's check it out. What, what, um, it was not Larry Sinclair. It was a black dude. Larry Sinclair was the white man. You know, you, you're a black guy. You got to be out there with the black man rather than the white man. You know, that's not really. If you're going to be on the down low, at least be with another man, a black man. But anyway, I digress. You know, everybody I knew, the world I lived in, in Northwest D.C., like everyone works either directly for the government or is a, a parasite on government effectively, including people I love and know really well. And the media is, too, by the way. I mean, the media is reporting on government, but it's also dependent on government. You know, in 2008, it became really clear that Barack Obama had been having sex with men and smoking crack. And a guy came forward, Larry Sinclair, and said, I'll sign an affidavit. And he did. I'll take a lie detector. And Now, Larry Sinclair, this was a guy who said that him and Obama had been, they, they had been fornicating, I think it might have been before he became the president. Like, this was really early on. And then after he became the president, there was a guy there in the White House all the time, hanging out with him all the time. And then what did they do? Okay, they got this, they got this muscular, handsome black guy, the chef, right? He is the sous chef in the White House. And then when um, Barack and Michelle leave, they bring that guy to their house. And then he just miraculously dies near their property. I'm I'm not saying I got on the ten floor hat. I'm I'm just kind of curious. Like, hmm, I think there's something there that I'm not quite understanding. I don't really know what's going on. Did the man live there? Okay, look, if, I, if I'm a private chef, then why am I at the property paddleboarding in the pond? I mean, did I get up in the morning and just go outside and do that from my bedroom on the property? I'm, I'm asking questions. He did. I smoked crack with Barack Obama and had sex with him. Well, that was obviously true. Nobody reported it, not because they were squeamish about sex or drugs, but because the Obama campaign said anyone who reports on this gets no access to the Obama campaign. And so they didn't report on it. So that happens. That's just one small example. But that happens all the time with lots of different issues. Now, and do you, do you believe that transpired or do you believe the guy is legitimate or both? Oh, the Larry Sinclair story? Oh, that definitely happened. Oh, for sure. I mean, I've talked to Larry Sinclair about it. And, oh, definitely it happened. I mean, if you – Larry Sinclair has been in and out of prison during one period – I mean, you know, 40 years ago he was in and out of prison. He's got a criminal record by definition. He's, you know, poor – uh, he's got a disordered life. He's missing a tooth. Like he's not, you know, an Atlantic fellow. Um, he's not going to the Aspen Ideas Festival. I think he has a record of deception. Obviously, he does. But this story, if you listen to it in detail, is clearly true. I mean, there's just I mean, I'm going to do an interview with him, and you can hear it. And again, it's not going to change the world that Barack Obama likes dudes. 
I think this was well known. Barack Obama said so himself in a letter to his girlfriend. He did. He did say that. That, that letter's getting no press. That letter's getting no press in the media. They're not giving it any attention. And a letter came out, and I think it's being held right now by Emory University down there in Atlanta area or in the city of Atlanta. They have the letter. They published the letter. And in the letter, he said that he fantasizes about fornicating with men. Only in his mind, he, he fantasizes about it, but he doesn't really act on it. He told that to his girlfriend. Now, Barack Obama has not denied it. His team, publicists, nobody has denied it. The media are not covering it. And you got to ask yourself why. If it was me, and they say, hey, ABL wrote this letter talking about he likes to do X, Y, and Z, I'd be like, no, I didn't. Now, if I did do it, then what am I going to say? No, I didn't. How can I deny it? They have the letter. They've authenticated it. They know it's my handwriting. They know this is my ex-girlfriend. She's a credible witness. So they got the evidence. What can I do but just ignore it? He's not addressed it one way or the other. That tells me that it's true. By the way, that's kind of Barack Obama's business. I'm not attacking him for, for liking dudes. I'm just saying the amount of lying in the media about it was unbelievable. Like people knew this was true and it was quite obviously true at the time. And people who covered the campaign didn't say anything about it because they didn't want to lose access to the campaign. And and that happens all the time up and down government. So it's, it's almost like if you have a housekeeper, you think, Oh, you know, she works for me. But if you have a housekeeper long enough, you realize, well, you actually work for her and you get caught up in her dramas. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, th there's a weird dynamic where you switch places d d with people. In no, and, and uh, by the way, fire her abruptly and she'll write a tell all book about exactly at home. That's exactly right. And, you know, we we don't even have a full time housekeeper. So, like, that's not going to be an issue for me. But the point is, you think you're holding government accountable, but actually they're controlling you. That That's really the dynamic in Washington. But, you know, you're living in the soup and it's hard to see it at work. And. This is a long way of saying the conclusions I've reached are middle-aged conclusions. And that's a lot of it. Right. It's just that I've gotten older, and you can't see certain things when you're younger. And it's like young people, you'd think they'd be the most open-minded of all. They're the least open-minded because they're afraid of the future. So they want to believe whatever storyline they've been fed is true. Like, the only problem with America is white supremacy, and, like, our tax system is fair, and Kennedy was assassinated by a lone gunman or whatever. They don't want to un, they don't want to face like the terrifying unknown and complexities of the actual world we live in. The reality of life, which is like we have no freaking idea well, what's going on. That right there is right on point. People don't want to face the reality. Like I said, you guys, myself and you guys, most of us, I would say, because we got a few people that may not be on the same page as us. But most of us are awake. We're not in the matrix anymore. We understand what's going on. We understand the reality of the world. A lot of your normies have no idea. Normies will watch TV and believe whatever the TV says. So then when a normie sees something about uh, C-19 coming back, um, they, they say the flu went away. They say that your Paw Patrol, your uh, Coco Melon, Door of the Explorer mask, made by some random dudes with wife beaters on and no socks and shoes in India. 
your your look, your, your mask then been on the ground. I gotta play the video. I'm not, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna play the video. Your mask that then been on the ground. It got all kind of schmutz on it. Before you get it, you put it on your face and you think that's protecting you. Really, the mask itself is probably damaging you more than not wearing the mask would do for you. But people think that they're protected. They think they're safe. They think whatever they're being told by the media is true. They believe it. They'll watch TV in general. I don't even want to just say MS-13 DNC, the, the liberal stations, even Fox at a certain extent. They will tell you anything and you believe it's true. Can I give an example of what Fox may do? Uh, a lie they will tell you as if it's true. Here's a here's an easy one. Just top of my head. They have one Bruce Jenner call this man Caitlin and then refer to him as she, 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 she. And you got to just be like, yeah, uh, Caitlin Jenner, she's amazing. It's like, if you don't get this bitch six foot three decathlete with a size 15 boat off my TV, talking about some she, 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 if you don't stop. But this is what the media does. They'll do this to you. They'll tell you that Lizzo is the vision of beauty. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm like looking like I'm about to go train for Mr. Olympia, but good. I don't I don't weigh that much. I don't I don't I'm not built like a, a hard-boiled egg like she is. Okay? And if you're built like a hard-boiled egg, you understand your body. I'm not going to go on stage at Mr. Olympia and be flexing like, yeah, I look great. It's like, sir, how about going to the gym for a day and come back and, and try again? <laughs> go to the gym. Same thing with Lizzo. It's like, all right, look, you built like a hard-boiled egg, and you're coming out here talking about how, how you look like this, you know, supermodel who has not eaten a meal in the past week. Come on. What are we talking about exactly? Again, Normies eat it up. They will believe whatever they told, even if it's absurd, even if it has no basis in reality. If the reality is devoid from what they're being told. They will still eat it up because they got to believe it. They can't. the 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 truth of the matter is too is too offensive. It's too scary. So then, when you go to your Thanksgiving uh, table and you with your family, and they're having normie conversations about nothing and you come in and say, well, actually now you're the bad guy. All you did was just introduce reality to the situation. All you did was just bring reality to the conversation and you're the bad guy. You're the black sheep of the family, but don't feel bad. You're just awake and they're sleeping. That's all it is. What, what you're doing when you do stuff like that is if everybody in the house is sound asleep, it's three o'clock in the morning. You can hear a pin drop is so quiet and you come in playing a full mariachi band. I'm talking about drums. You, you got a horse in the living room dancing, the trombone, trumpet, all of that on full 100% tilt. And everybody gets shocked out of their sleep. That is equivalent to what you're doing right now. That's what you're doing. You're, you're shocking people out of their sleep and they don't like it. It's like, hey, what are you doing? Why is there a full mariachi band in my ear right now? I was sound asleep. What are you doing? That's what's going on. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. 
like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Backup says, I'm never going to forget Lizzo eating Oreos dipped in mustard. I mean, just completely disgusting, right? Just, just nasty. But then we're told that this is just, this, this, is, this is a queen behavior. How about this is obese behavior? How about this is diabetes, heart disease behavior? How about that? Like, what in the world's going on? But I digress. All right, let's keep on rocking and rolling here. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Oh, speaking about reality, you know what they say, reality, you often get it from children and from the elderly. If you're 80-something years old, you've been around for a long time, you have zero filter. You don't really care what you say. You'll say whatever. You'll pretty much say whatever that comes to your mind. You're not worried about offending anybody. You're going to speak your piece. It's like, look, I'm 95 years old. I still got my wits about myself. Hey, I'm not sure how long I got to live. I'm going to just say whatever I got to say. Why not? Okay, R.I.P. to Bob Barker, the big homie from Price is Right. Um, he was 99 years old when he passed. Look, if I get to be that old or when I get to be that old, I'm going to say whatever I want to Like, I say whatever I want to say now for the most part. But I'm still kind of sensitive around family members. I kind of keep my mouth shut. But I don't care who you are. You could be a family member, a dude on the street, a internet person. I don't care who you are. I'm going to speak my mind 100% because it's like, yo, I'm already 99 years old. So I'm going to enjoy myself for as long as I got. It is what it is. And kids don't really have this sense of trying to protect your feelings. They're not really worried about that. They're more, they're more worried about just trying to understand the world around them. They're more worried about that. They're not, they're not worried about trying to protect your feelings. They don't understand the nuance of humans and how they get defended at certain things. Certain things you say, like if somebody asks you a question, hey, do I look fat in this? Now, somebody who's trying to protect your feelings and trying to be nice and say, you look amazing, you look great. You may look like a whole pound of mashed potatoes in a Ziploc bag, but they're not, they're not going to say that. They're going to say you look amazing. A little kid would say you look like you're about to melt, like an ice cream cone that's melting. They're going to say that because that's their point of reference. They were eating ice cream earlier, and it was 100 degrees outside, and the ice cream melted. Here you are wearing a black and brown outfit, the same as the ice cream and the ice cream cone. They're going to put two and two together and get four, and they're going to say it, and you're going to be crying. But it's your fault because you're shitting the ass. But anyway, I digress. Here is something about your, your main man, Dylan Mulvaney. Okay, now, uh, this 11-year-old girl just dropped all the science in the world. Let's check it out. Okay, so what were you saying you heard about Dylan Mulvaney? That he's trying to give birth and that he's a lesbian. Technically, he's straight. So <laughs> he is, he's straight. Okay. He's not technically straight, he is straight. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the difference. He's a, he's a man who thinks he's a woman. He can't have periods. He can give birth. He's not a woman. He's a man. Yeah. yeah. Who likes women. So he's just a regular man who dresses as 
a woman. He's mentally confused. There you go. From an 11 year old. From an 11 year old. Very smart. Mm -hmm. Wise beyond your years, actually. Shouldn't be. I mean, it should be common sense, but you are very wise. Thank you. Compared to a lot of adults these days. There you have it. From an 11 year old. It's like, well, <laughs> if you are a man who identifies as a woman, you, you know, put on makeup, wigs, whatever, whatever, but you still like women. Okay. That means you're a straight male. You just happen to dress like a woman back in my day. When you would do something like that, you were called androgynous. You were like Prince. Prince would dress as a woman, essentially high heels, long hair, fingernail paint, all kind of, he would dress as a woman. But he was a biological straight male. And there was nothing else said about it. That was just it. He could have been gay. I don't know. But he liked women, essentially. Right? Even if he didn't, there are guys like that. There's a lot of guys like that who identify as X, Y, and Z, but they still are heterosexual. All right? So, yeah. Shout out to Prince. Shout out to... People like Dylan Mulvaney and all the rest of them that um, that want to use their um, being quote unquote trans. I think I think it's, it's all a game. It's all a game. Just trying to get it in spaces where you don't really belong. Trying to uh, become popular, become famous. People will do anything to become famous. I've seen some guys do some crazy things to become famous. Yeah. Also, Dennis Rodman. That's another one. Dennis, th thank you to Eat Break Kid. Dennis Rodman, look, hold on. I got to show Dennis. That's a, that's a perfect example. Dennis Rodman, alpha male, but with, oh, okay, I got I got to show you the wedding dress. I got to show you the wedding dress because this guy, like, got married to himself before it was cool, I suppose. This right here is Dennis Rodman back in the 90s, okay, wearing a wedding dress. I'm talking about like had a picture, like a, a photo shoot, all kind of look. This is this, this 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 probably Photoshop right here. I don't think he actually did this picture. I think it's Photoshop. But he had on the wedding dress, the veil, um, flowers, uh, lipstick, makeup, wig, all of that. Now, if you guys don't know, I'm sure most of you guys do know, Dennis Rodman was an NBA basketball player. Hall of Famer, one of the best to ever do it. He was a big defensive presence. He wasn't going to go out there and get 30 points a night, but he was a beast defensively. Go out there, get 30 rebounds, block shots, put his body on the line, super strong, strong as an ox, no body fat, just going out there and getting it, alpha male. At one point, he was dating Carmen Electra, and Carmen Electra was one of the hottest women of that era. Carmen Electra was like, I mean, beyond, beyond hot. And he had her. He had a lot of women like that. Now, he didn't call himself transgender. He didn't even say he was gay. He's just like, I'm just doing this. It's a, it's a lot of guys that do stuff like this who now call themselves transgender. But they're not, really. They just are guys that like to dress as women. Cross-dressers, that's what they are. But they still had a... Look, how are you going to say you transgender... As a male, but like, 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 um, what's your name? Uh, Bruce Jenner. Okay, Bruce Jenner. He also dated Madonna, but everybody dated Madonna. I mean, that one, that was like not an accomplishment. Everybody had Madonna, but anyway. Um, 
you got guys like Bruce Jenner. This guy identifies as transgender, but still dates women. Young girls at that. It's like, man, come on, man. You still dating young girls at 70-something years old, but you identify as a woman? Cut the nonsense, man. Cut the nonsense. I'll respect him more if he just said, you know what, I like to dress this way, but I'm still me. All right, cool. I'm still hearing the same voice. All right, I'm Bruce Jenner, and I'm on Fox News as a as an host, as an analyst, and I think that trans rights are 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 important. Tucker, I think trans rights are important, and they've got to be protected. If you come out and do that, I'm like, all right, cool. You know, like whatever. Just say that you are a straight male who dresses up. That's fine. But don't go talking about you trans. Because now what's happening is these guys have affixed themselves to a movement to try and be some kind of political figure. To try and get attention that way. Because it's now popular. It's now a thing they could just jump into. It's like being a member of Black Lives Matter. That's all that it is. It's it's a it's the new wave. It's a new thing. But and the problem is now I gotta participate. When Dennis Rodman was wearing the wedding dress, he was just doing this thing. What they would call it, Dennis being Dennis. Dennis did not make me participate in whatever he had going on. Whatever he did was his business. He go um on uh, on the um on the offseason. Or when he wasn't playing basketball, he'd dress up, be dating Carmen Electra, Madonna, whatever he wanted to do, and he had his own personal life. But now, you got to get the pronouns right, and you got to, man, and ain't nobody got time for all that. Ain't nobody got time for all that. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. And I got a video from your man, Dylan Mulvaney, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, and I'm not going to play this guy too much. I almost did a video, but I ain't really want to do a video on this guy. Um, and I got a picture to show you guys. Okay. Um, so hold, hold on a second. Y'all y'all hang tight. Now, I'm going to show you a picture. If you die and go to hell, you're going to see this picture. You, you, you're going to see all these people on the wall. All right, hold on. Let me let me show you this. Let me gonna keep on rocking. Now, imagine being in a room and you see all these people. This right here, um, if this was artwork on the wall, what would you call it? Uh, the counting Karens of uh, of 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 social media. Look at that hairstyle right there. I mean, a straight bang all the way around. What is that? Is that like a bowl cut for real? If I see this coming into a Starbucks, I already know somebody is having to meltdown. Somebody's having to meltdown. There's going to be an issue. You got Big Rosie back here. You got Taylor Lorenz stalking people. You got Kathy Griffin. You got uh, Dylan. Look, you still, you still got your, your, your male name. You still like women. You just dress in your Barbie girl outfit. Okay, you got these big shoulders. Anyway, if you see if you see this anywhere, look. If you go to a party, Karen's to Hollywood. That's a good one. If you if you go to a party, and this is what's happening, 
you're in the wrong party. I would just tell, look, okay, you're in the Uber, right? The Uber pulls up to the scene and all of them are right, right there outside. I'd be like, you know what? Can we, can we go, can we get um, another stop? <laughs> just go back, go back the other direction. I'm not going to get out of the Uber. I'm not getting out if they're there at the party. Is that Margaret show? I believe it is. I believe that it is right there next to Dylan. I think so. All right. And uh, there's a video, a quick video from Dylan and Kathy Griffin. Now, remember, remember, there was just an incident where a man got arrested. Well, actually, he got deleted, if I'm not mistaken. Remember out there in, in Utah where the guy was threatening Joe Biden on the Internet and other elected officials? And then there was an FBI raid, there was a shootout, and he got deleted. Remember that? Now, I remember Kathy Griffin did the effigy of Donald Trump's head. And if you have not seen that or you have forgotten, I'll put it on the screen for you guys right quick. Because that was um, pretty disturbing. And she kind of doubled down on that recently. And I'm like, okay, uh, was there ever any kind of visit? Was there ever any kind of follow-up to that whole situation? I mean, that's a good question to try and figure out. Let me put it on the screen for you guys right quick. All right. Remember this? Now, this was a few years ago. I think this was during Trump's 2016 campaign, if I'm not mistaken. Now, I don't remember them going to her house, um, committing the raid and deleting her. She kind of got off scot-free from that. There was a little bit of chatter. They might have given her a phone call or something like that, but no raid or something on their house. All right. But if that was... Uh, me holding up a Joe Biden effigy, they might do a little bit more than give me a stern talking to on the internet or a little text message. They might show up to the crib and tell me to come outside. All righty. Now, having said that, that's Kathy Griffin, a.k.a. Carrot Top. Um, if you've ever seen Kathy Griffin and Carrot Top in the same room at the same time, y'all let me know. Y'all let me know because I doubt you're going to be able to find it. I think they are the same person. Anyway, this is Dylan Mulvaney and Kathy Griffin on the internets. Kathy Griffin, yes. what did we just do? We just had a salon for you. You're the guest of honor. Thank you. What is a salon? A salon is a dinner or lunch event where everybody sits around. No phones allowed. No phones. No um, side conversations. No side conversations. And we go around the table. And we had to ask permission to go to the bathroom. I don't care for that typically, but this one time I did let you go. And we had some, I mean, a lot of came up. Rosie O'Donnell was here. Meredith Lynch. Margaret Cho. Margaret Cho. Sia. Taylor It was. Sia did sing. What about that? And um, honestly, one of my favorite days ever. So thank you. I love you. So this right here is Hollywood. That's Hollywood. So if you want to go to LA and you want to be kind of part of the in crowd and whatnot, you're dealing with stuff like this. All right. And I think that this guy understands that that's how you can kind of break in and become somebody. And he's been able to be successful at it. Okay. So yeah, Los Angeles, Hollywood. I hate, I hate really badly. I do. Oh, the, the cringe is you're right about that. ER. The cringe is out of this world. The cringe is beyond belief. All right. Now to do a quick turn away from that, I have another video here. Now, I don't know what this guy was thinking. It might be some kind of mental illness or something. This guy brought all kind of weapons loaded into a courtroom. Now, 
if you know, like I know, you cannot bring all that into a courtroom. You can't do it. I I, I made a mistake once. I had, I had a knife on me one time in in like in the in the little front area of the court. Like just going to court, I had a knife in my pocket, a little pocket knife. It was just like a little maybe something like this. Not not quite as big as this. It's this is this is a really big knife right here. It wasn't nothing like that. But it was something similar to that. I had that in my pocket and I forgot. And it wasn't no big deal. I just took it outside. But um, this guy had a lot in his bag. And the guns he had were amazing. Beautiful guns. I'm talking about, like, if I had those guns, I'd be a happy camper. Let's go ahead and check it out right quick. And. Pause this. He's got firearms. He's got, like, a Uzi in his backpack. It's a Mac 10 and a Why did you bring it in the courthouse? We got changed. Hold we, on, we, hold we, on. We just, little, before you do that, did you read them anything yet? I haven't read them anything yet. All right, I want to read you these real quick because I don't want to be asking you nothing. Okay. Uh, you have the and shout out to the cop right here because if you don't understand what's going on already, um, they got the bag and they got the guns and he said that it was a Mac 10 and a 9 in the bag. And then the officer asked him, why'd you bring that in there? And as he's beginning to answer, he's like, wait a minute, let's read your Miranda rights first because I don't want to ask you anything and then, you know, have any kind of, let's read your rights first and then you can kind of, I wouldn't even ask this guy anything because something's not right. I can see it in his eyes. Something ain't right. I don't know what's going on with the guy. The right to remain silent. Any you say can will be used against you in a court of law. You have the right to an attorney. If you cannot afford an attorney, one will be provided to you. Do you understand these rights if I read them to you? But these rights in mind you wish to speak to me. I got to read you this because uh, those are your rights, all right? You got to put them in that, that lockdown cell for now. That's all his stuff that I have. Okay. This is a Mac 10 in there. So I, th I think it was a guy and his mom. I have no idea why he brought all that in the courtroom. He admitted all the guns are his. Look at that right there. That right there is a nice gun. I like that. I like the, the light and everything on it. That is that is nice. Okay, I, I need that attachment right there. I have a, I can't tell what that is right there, but I got a couple of guns. Well, allegedly, I had a couple of guns like that. But you know what happened? It was a tragic boating accident at the bottom of the Tennessee River. If you can dredge up the river, you might be able to find the guns, but they're totally lost. I don't have anything anymore. I had guns like that. I think I'm I'm think I'm think I'm seeing a, a a Glock right here. I'm seeing a, the the trigger. I can't tell what it is though. That one's loaded. Loaded. And then watch this. Look at it. Look at that magazine, man. What in the world? It's like, sir, what are you doing? Look at that. What a what a suppressor. Oh my goodness. Loaded. That one's loaded. Look at that. It's like, sir. <laughs> sir. Look at this. So I guess the first one, I, yeah, I couldn't tell what that was. Somebody said it might have been a Taurus with a um, with a trigger modification, most likely. Yeah, G, I, I had a G2C. Yes, I did. Had I had one of those. 
the, the desert, full desert color. Not safe. Oh, This is wild. This is the wildest thing I've ever seen. Look at that magazine, man. It's like, man, what are you doing? What are you here for? Is there anything else in the bag? Let's go ahead, go ahead and keep searching it. Ammo. My man, <laughs> like, did you just go to the store? That's like a um, an ammo shot bag right there. You just went straight to the store and came to the courthouse. Hey, sorry. We're both loaded in this, dude. What are you here for? Restraining orders. You're trying to file? I'm with my mama. Are you, are you trying to file restraining orders or what? Or you got one place against you? Ain't nothing against me. Like, we hear of a, a, a whole bunch of stuff. Anything happening in the West, you know? Take a deep breath, relax. Everything is legal in my name and my own. Um, Okay. But you can't bring this in here. I know everything happened so fast. We 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 getting chased. I got dropped off by, by an officer. Officer Gates badge number one four one. We just came from the hospital. They know everything already. But you hear this at a hospital too? Yes. Everything happened. So I guess what he's saying is, okay, he was at a and he was there to file a returning order on somebody. I I guess he just had the bag with him. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, that's that's that happened. Um, maybe I'll do a little bit more on that. Matter of fact, hold on, there's only a little bit left of that video. Let me see if I can just play the rest of that video and see what he says. You have both of these weapons inside of a hospital. Yes, they took me to the back room and everything crashed me. Everything just happened in, in a couple seconds. Okay, so that's what's going on. He said he had the guns in the hospital. When they took him in the back room, I guess maybe they had the, the guns there, kind of like secure. I have no idea. Yeah, but he said everything was legal in his name. But, um, yeah, you, you do something like that, man, that's an easy way to go to jail. But they might not lock him up, though, because when you go to court, at least when I have gone to court, there's a metal detector right there in the front, so you can't get into the actual courtroom with, with all that stuff. And if everything's legal, you don't have anything stolen, there's no warrants or anything like that, you should be good. But, I mean, that's risky business, bringing loaded weapons into the court like that or trying to go to court, that's, that's going to be an issue. All right? But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Well, I guess, he, I guess the, the police did call... The police did get caught at the hospital because he says that the police took him from the hospital. So somebody says the hospital would have called the police, but he got a ride from the hospital by the police. That's what he says. So we'll see if there's any kind of update on that or anything. Speaking of updates, let's get to my man, the young the young man, um, Jaden. Now, Jaden's 12 years old and he goes to school in Colorado, Colorado Springs. Now, 
Shout out to you guys in Colorado, also known as East California, um, Little San Diego, Little San Francisco, Los Angeles, a.k.a. Denver, a.k.a. Colorado Springs, a.k.a. Pueblo, okay, a.k.a. Aurora, Colorado. It's, it's a shame, and you know what? Before I get into the whole thing about the don't trade on me, Gatston flag, patch, kerfuffle, Let's talk about Colorado right quick in California. Now, what's happening with Colorado, in my opinion, or what happened, and if you guys live in Colorado or if you have lived there before, y'all back me up on this and tell me y'all wrong. I think the turning point for Colorado was a couple of things, two main things. The first thing was legalizing weed. That was the thing that kind of turned stuff because once they legalized weed, what they did was attract a bunch of other drug users. And it just kind of decreased quality of life. And when I say that, people that smoke weed want to fight me on it because they like to smoke weed. But it's not even about what you like to do. It's not even about you smoking weed. That's really a small way of thinking. I'm talking about the general culture you attract when you say, hey, you could come here. Smoke your weed. You're close to California. So now you're going to get, you're going to attract Californians. And you're not only going to attract them because they want to smoke weed. They also want to come and vote how they voted in California, behave how they behaved in California. They want to bring California to you and you drew them there. Okay. You had um, lower um, housing prices, had keyword, lower housing prices, better quality of living lower crime rates, you can smoke weed, do whatever you want, okay? You can go up and ski if you want to try to do that up in Aspen, up in the mountains. You're attracting Californians to your state. So, of course, you're going to start to get California results. And now you go to Denver, what you got? You got tents on the street. You got crack smokers hanging outside. You got a lot of the same vagrancy and ridiculousness you have in Los Angeles, and San Francisco, somebody said it. I'm not sure who said it, but somebody said we tried to be like San Francisco and we got it. And that same thing is affecting other cities in Colorado, including Colorado Springs. Now, there's a lot I want to show from this, actually. Um, a young man got kicked out of class because he had on a Gatston flag patch on his book bag. Gatson flag, you know what that is. Don't trade on me. I'm going to show it in a minute here. Matter of fact, let me go ahead and pull it up on the screen right now. You guys have seen this all over the place. Um, this flag right here. Give me a second. So this flag right here, the don't trade on me, Gatson flag. A little bit of history. And y'all, please, if I'm wrong, correct me. In 1754, Benjamin Franklin did a wood carving of the... Join or die. And it, it used rattlesnake. And the snake was segmented into pieces, representing the 13 colonies. And it showed their disunity. And the point of the wood carving was to get the colonies on one page. Now, 1775, this was created during the American Revolution to represent unity of 13 colonies. And also to represent that they wanted to repel the kingdom of Great Britain. They wanted to repel the British and be their own thing. And then, of course, 1776 right here. 
We have um, Independence Day. Um, we are now our own thing, the United States of America. We're not Great Britain anymore. We're not the colonies. We are our own country, a sovereign country, no longer part of the kingdom of Great Britain. This was part of the American Revolution. Now, some may say this represents racism. How? Oh, because some white supremacist groups and some, but they said it was some patriot groups. Now, a patriot group, is that somehow the equivalent of a white supremacist group? Whatever. They say that those groups use the Gadsden flag. Well, they also use the American flag. So should we not fly the American flag because these groups fly it? It's ridiculous. Just because a group may use a thing does not mean that thing is bad. All right. I'm sure these same groups drink water and eat food. So you're going to starve and uh, go thirsty anyway. So a young boy, 12 years old, goes to school in Colorado, Colorado Springs. And he has that particular flag on his book bag and he gets into trouble for it. He gets kicked out of the class. Now we got quite a bit here. We're going to get into an update. We're going to get into the original video and a few more things. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. And we're going to get into an update of what happened afterward, because that's pretty important as well to, to show the, the full thing. And of course there is a, a happy ending to all of this. There, there's a, a, a good part here. And there's also some memes, uh, very, very entertaining memes that you guys may or may not have seen. Let me find the original here first. Give me a second to find the original, to find the OG um, video. And we're going to keep on rocking. There we go. Here's the original video. I found it. it. Took me a minute, but I got to it. And then we're going to get to more. All righty. So, okay, that's that. And then there we go. Perfect. All right. Here we go. Oh, paperwork. Thank you. Do they know what the Gadsden flag is? That's a historical. So, context. Okay, little man is kicked out of class because of the Gadsden flag patched on his book bag. So, his mom comes to the school and talks to. I'm not sure if that's a teacher, administrator, or somebody about what's going on. So there, um, the reason that they do not want the flag, the reason we do... So let's back up a little bit. He has quite a few patches on his book bag. Let's pause right there. So first, his name is Jaden, and I guess he goes by J-Rod, right? It says J-Rod for VP Revolution, and then he says based right there. On his, on his book bag, he also has, aside from the Gadsden flag on the bottom right-hand corner of his book bag, he has uh, two St. Michael patches and also a dope coin patch. There's one more patch above the Gadsden flag. I can't tell what that is. If you guys know what that is right there, y'all let me know in the comments. Let's keep on going. The reason we do not want the flag displayed is due to its origins with slavery and slave trade. That is what was, um, that's the reasoning behind all the So did you hear that? She said the reason why he was removed from class is because they said the Gaston flag 
has ties to slavery and the slave trade. Now, I've never in my life heard about the Gadsden flag being linked to slavery ever in my life. Never, ever. Not even when I was on the left as a young, ignorant man. I had no idea that it was ever linked to slavery. And you know why I never heard that? It's because it's not true. The Gadsden flag. The don't tread on me, okay. which is the Gatsby book. Okay. Um, okay, so he, he, um, he's, what's going to happen if he doesn't take it off? He, I mean, he is able to go. I was actually just telling him, like, I was upset that he was missing so much school. Yeah. I'm like, ah, so I asked if can he just take his stuff out of his bag and go back to class? <laughs> like, I just want him to go back to class. The bag can't go back. It's got a patch on it because we can't have that in and around other kids. So that's what I was trying to, and then he said you were close. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it has nothing to do with slavery. That's like the Revolutionary War patch that was okay. displayed when they were fighting the British. Like, that wasn't, that's the revolution. Maybe you're thinking of, like, the um, the Confederate pen, arm, Confederate flag? <laughs> okay, I, so, okay. I am just here to enforce, and... no, I am here to enforce the policy that was provided okay. by the district. Okay. And definitely, you have every right to not agree with it. I mean, because yeah, yeah, the ACLU says that he's allowed to wear that. If you like go on their website, it like says in big so letters. I, all I, all I'm saying is that unless there's like a ban on patches, period. Like if you said there's no patches allowed at the school, you cannot display what you think or anything like that, or what cheer or anything like that. Um, I, I don't. I think it's like one sided, you know, because. You allow some patches, but not other patches. And you know what? That's a good point right there. You allow some patches, but not others. Now, what are we talking about exactly? We're talking about um, the the LGBTQ, P, X, Y, and Z. If you had a rainbow patch, the trans flag or whatever, then it wouldn't be a problem. And as a matter of fact, if he had a rainbow patch, trans patch, and he wanted to become transgender, then it wouldn't be an issue at all. It, he would not have any problems. If he wanted to transition and not tell his mom, they would facilitate that effort. But the Gatston flag, don't tread on me. We're going to lie and say it's linked to slavery, and we're going to kick you out of class for it. It's crazy, ain't it? But that's, again, this is Colorado Springs. You, you're starting to become like Cali California East. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was like flown during the revolution. With um, yeah, I, I just don't understand that at all. So what I can do? And if you, if you go onto the ACLU's website, side, yeah, let's let's talk to I can, I I can have you speak to. I, I can have you speak to our Jeff Yoakum okay. again. So I mean, that's pretty much the gist of it right there. There's more to it, but you get the idea. I think somebody said it's. Is, is, is that the, uh, the vice principal? I think somebody said that in the chat. I'm not quite sure if that's true, but that someone in the chat said that's the vice principal they're talking to about this whole patch situation. So she was not really trying to hear it. It was a thing. And mom had to come to school. And let's hear from Jayden himself, okay? We got some follow-up. Matter of fact, hold on. First, we have follow-up from the actual school. Then we're going to hear from Jayden. Alrighty, so let's check it out. Now, this is on Libs of TikTok. There's an email from Vanguard. 
So Vanguard says, Dear Vanguard families, last week a student came to school with patches affixed to his backpack with half a dozen patches depicting guns, weapons, and one referencing alcohol. Upon review by the district, they pointed out that in addition to these patches, the Don't Tread on Me flag patch, also known as the Gasson flag, needed to be removed. And according to Harrison School District 2's policy, Vanguard administration consulted with district administrators who directed the school to inform the student's parents that the patch was not allowed at district schools. Vanguard administrators. Okay, where am I at? Um, I guess it cut off right there. Anyway, yesterday the student returned with the patch still visible on his backpack. Following the district's direction, Vanguard administrators pulled the student aside so that they could speak with his parents and the district. Upon learning of these events today, the Vanguard School Board of Directors called an emergency meeting. From Vanguard's founding, we have proudly supported our Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and the ordered liberty that all Americans have enjoyed for almost 250 years. The Vanguard School recognizes the historical significance of the Gadsden flag and its place in history. This incident is an occasion for us to reaffirm our deep commitment to a classical education in support of these American principles. At this time, the Vanguard School Board and the district have informed the student's family that he may attend school with the Gadsden flag patch visible on his backpack. So they gave him the ability to have the Gadsden flag patch on his book bag and they're not going to trip over him having it. But can I go back for a minute? Can I, can I do that? Because did I see a thing? Okay. This email is dated yesterday, August 29th, 2023. Now they said last week, a student came to school with patches affixed to his backpack with half a dozen patches, six patches, depicting guns, weapons, and one referencing alcohol. Now, you guys saw the backpack. Did you see anything about guns and weapons or alcohol? Well, maybe I think there might have been one thing. Let me see see if I can go back because I'm kind of confused. I'm kind of confused about that part. I'm I'm glad that they um, gave him his ability to have his book bag on. Okay, I'm glad about that, but I'm kind of confused. Let me go back and find a moment where you can see the book bag. Okay. Now, here's a freeze frame. Um, I don't see any guns or weapons. I think maybe the sword from St. Michael. <laughs> I, I, was it St. Michael, an angel? I think maybe they're talking about the sword from St. Michael. That might be a little bit much. Um, maybe on the right-hand side of the J-Rod for VP Revolution, I can't tell what that is. Is that an hourglass? I think it's an hourglass. Uh, I don't know. Guns and weapons, that's kind of a reach. So even in the victory of him being allowed to wear the patch, you still see the wokeness. You still hear the wokeness. They're not, they're just, it's kind of a half, half-hearted apology, but not really. Okay, let's let's keep on going here. Let's let's hear let's hear from Jayden. If it didn't go viral, I'd probably get they'd probably suspend me. What is your advice to the other teenagers or soon to be teenagers that are afraid to speak up? I tell them to ponder this question. Would you rather have friends but live in live under a tyrannical system or stand up for yourself and your right and 
but maybe lose a few friends. I mean, I sat at lunch alone today, which is weird. Like, my friends didn't like me. So, yeah, you, you will lose friends, maybe. But, however, you're standing up for your right and vouching for them. Because if no one stands up for the, your God-given right, then they just fade away. When I walk in the hallways, I kind of feel sad because there's kids that can wear pride pins. And, like, the school doesn't say a word. A Gadsden flag is so-called a hate symbol. The reason that they do not want the flag due to its origins with slavery and I don't have free, I don't have the First Amendment. They don't give me it. That angers me. This is a 12-year-old who's standing up against bullies, who is willing to fight for liberty and freedom. So I hope everybody is as inspired as I am that we have 12-year-olds that understand the implications of the fight. Exactly. You know what? Shout out to Jayden, 12 years old, brave like that. Sometimes you get adults that are afraid to speak up about what they believe in politically. You're 40 years old, afraid to talk to your mama about how you feel politically. It's like, sir, come on, you're a full-grown man. You got to be a man at a certain point. If you got 12-year-olds that can stand up to their peers, why can't you? Why can't you? You know, so shout out to him. And here's more from Jayden. Let's check him out. And shout out to that. The hat is amazing, by the way. Shout out to the hat. Let's hear it. Hey, guys. Um, today was a good day. Um, kind of. When I got to school, the kids were really hyped up because um, they saw me on Twitter and kids are putting don't tread on me on their locker. Well, at least um, my new made friends because uh, I'm big on Twitter and now they like me all of a sudden. But the teachers, on the other hand, I got some dirty looks, that's for sure. Um, I, Imagine giving the 12-year-old a dirty look over a flag. That has nothing to do with slavery at all. It's not racist or anything. Imagine that going on. Imagine that. Definitely not happy with me. But other than that, it was pretty good. Um, I was on the Charlie Kirk show and Ben Shapiro had me. It was a really good day in my opinion. Well, um, have a good day, y'all. So shout out to him. Now, this right here is what a 12-year-old should be doing. Just being able to express himself and figure out things. Now, you see how you was talking and whatnot. This is appropriate for a 12-year-old. Now, they wanted to say that a boy his age can say he's transgender. I, I, I mean, just ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. This, 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 is a, this is a kid, okay? This is a kid. Leave the kids alone. But he's a smart kid and understands things better than a lot of adults do. Shout out to him. Shout out to you, Jayden. You, you are doing the 100% right thing. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Now, I got some memes for you guys right quick. Just, just a few memes. All right. Hold on one second. Actually, let's do it this way. All right. So this moment in the video was amazing okay when um the vp whoever that is vice principal whoever the administrator is in the in the actual video when she was expressing why he was kicked out of the class because of the gatson flag and then she looked she looked at him and gave this kind of scrunched up face like and then he's kind of like smirking like 
that right there is priceless. That is a priceless exchange right there. Shout out to the young man for making that happen. And here's one. Uh, is a meme made of it. And then it's her with the crying face. And she says, you think the Gatson flag is about liberty and freedom? And he has on the, the Alpha Chad beard. He says, yes, love the meme. Let's go back. There might be some more memes up under here. Um, and then this one says, under her, liberals. And under him, it says, me not giving the F about their commie propaganda. And under her, it says, Democrats trying to ban guns. Under him, it says, me, who's just going to 3D print them. And under her, another one, one more. And shout out to mostly peaceful memes for these. Again, mostly peaceful memes. Under her, it says, Biden telling me to get the new booster. Under him, it says, me who didn't get the first five. So shout out to him for the meme. All right, now, here's another one. He went out to one of the teacher's cars to show the hypocrisy. Matter of fact, hold on, let me get, let me get it on full screen right quick for you guys. Because... The bumper stickers on this vehicle are off the charts. All right. First of all, we have a car with North Carolina plates. I'm not going to show the, the plate number. Let's go ahead and just X that out. So we get, we got a recent transplant and all the bumper stickers on the car. You already know whenever you see a car that is completely loaded with bumper stickers and they're all kind of different, you already kind of know what's going on, Right. You have one that says, make America green again. Okay. Another one that says, don't mess with trans kids, if I'm not mistaken. Either it says Texas or trans. I think I think it says trans. Another one, um, you just got passed by a frog. There's quite a few bumper stickers. One says, I'd rather be slowly consumed by moss. One says, don't be trashy, recycle. There's all kind of there's all kind of political statements mentioned just on this bumper sticker or somebody's car of a teacher's vehicle. You get all that right there, and it's not really a problem. But he has on one little patch of a Gadsden flag, and they want to lose their minds. And that's probably the lady's car. Could be, who knows? And what is that? Is that a Subaru? What what kind of vehicle, Mitsubishi? Like what kind of um? Logo is that? Yeah, Mr. Bishi. What what kind of hatchback? <laughs> like what what is that anyway? Some kind of electric vehicle? I have no idea what that is. But yeah, I tell you what, that that has that that is not going to be anything above a four cylinder. If it, if it has anything, <laughs> if you can, um, uh, um, gas the engine and it makes any noise, I'd be totally surprised. If it makes any noise. Beyond a calculator, I'd be totally shocked. Japanese Zero, Mitsubishi. Is that uh, a Mirage? Okay. Mitsubishi Mirage, three-cylinder. I, I knew it. How did I know that? Before I even knew it, I knew it. I said, if it was anything beyond a four-cylinder, I'd be floored. And, of course, you got a three-cylinder. Not even one of those uh, Toyota, uh, what's that, the, the hatchback Corolla, the Corolla GR. Not even like that. I'm talking about... Something where you can get from point A to point B barely. If you have a snow day, good luck. Because that thing is not going to go nowhere. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. He's showing the hypocrisy. Like, okay, I got one patch of my book bag. But she has 
an entire car full of bumper stickers, all kind of political statements, and that's not really your problem. Okay, that's kind of how that goes. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give a video, the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. All righty. Yeah, them electric cars, I'm not really a fan. I mean, some of them are nice, I suppose. Um, to look at a Tesla, I've seen some Teslas that look nice, but for me personally, I'm not really going to do that. I'm not a fan of electric vehicles in this current state. Maybe in the future when the technology gets better, when they really tighten it up, then maybe. But beyond that, I'm not a fan. As a matter of fact, have you guys heard? You guys know they're going to phase out the Charger and Challengers, the eight-cylinder, and they're going to go electric. Um, I heard the, the vehicle. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me see if I can play it. This sound was, it was nasty. Hold on, this sound was nasty. You kind of already heard it right there, but let's let's check it out. Watch this. Or or hear this. That sounds killer, dude. They're going to rev it, and you're going to hear the, the engine noise, or what they are trying to pass off as engine noise. This, this ain't nothing but a speaker emitting some kind of sound. Exhaust noise ain't it, man. I, ugh. Imagine when imagine when that speaker goes out. So replace that speaker for that fake exhaust, that engine noise. Five five grand to replace the speaker. If that engine goes, if the if the speaker goes out, you're not going to hear anything. It's, it's going to be totally quiet. Quiet as a church mouse. And if you guys don't know, that's supposed to be the new Dodge electric vehicle, the new muscle car. <laughs> it sounds bad, real bad. Oh my goodness. You guys, oh, I got a Mustang now. That Mustang sounds so good on the road. Oh, that 5.0, that eight cylinder, it sounds just uh, beautiful on the road. Beautiful. But yeah, that's going to be the way of the future. Now, if that so called muscle car sounds like that, imagine what the latest Mariah sounds like. The Mariah sounds like, I mean, a, a toaster in the morning with two pieces of toast on the inside. Okay, with, with with whole wheat bread and no butter. Just just dry. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly, Tri-Edge. I'm dodging that one at all costs. Hey, you, hey, hold on. There you go. Me too. I'm right there with you, boss. All right, but we have a little bit more. Let me get to some more here. Oh, I got to show the Nevada Rangers. I got to show that. Oh, my goodness. I got I to gotta show the Nevada Rangers. That was amazing. Hey, you guys out there in Nevada did an amazing job. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull it up right quick on. Um, I got to pull it up right quick on my Insta, my Instagram. 
And you guys, thank you for subscribing or following me on the Insta Snaps, the Instagrams. I appreciate y'all. Let me go ahead and just load it up right quick. And this was amazing. So here's what happened. There's a festival called Burning Man. If y'all know about that, let me know. I, I don't know about Burning Man. I did a little bit of um, reading on it. It's some kind of arts festival. I have no idea what it is. I saw quite a few interesting outfits. A lot, a lot of hippie type stuff going on. It's a festival. They said they're going to draw 70,000 people to the desert of Nevada for the festival. Now, people were on the way to Burning Man for a variety of reasons to go there, to um, be part of the festival, to uh, just to, to watch it, just to, you know, buy their tickets to go into the festival. Maybe they're going to set it up. I don't know. what Whatever it is, it's going to be a vendor. People were going to the festival and some so-called climate activists, environmental activists, from the group called Extinction Rebellion. And by the way, Extinction Rebellion got plenty of big money from your Soros-type people in the world. A lot of millionaires and billionaires give them money, but that's a different story, and I digress. So these people decided to block the road in Nevada because they are protesting the use of private jets to get to Burning Man. Now, my question is this. Are all these activists even from Nevada? How did they get there? Are they European? Are they American? If they're American, where did they come from? Did they come from California, Florida, New York? How did you get from Florida to Nevada? Did you walk? Did you ride in the vehicle? Did you fly? Whatever. They were protesting the use of private jets to get to Burning Man, so they blocked the actual road on the ground, and they had a traffic jam for miles. There was traffic backed up for miles as a result. And the cops out there said, no, we're not going to do that. You're going to get off the road and watch this. And there's a tad bit of language. Please pardon that. Hold on the screen right quick. And get off the highway. This is a state route. Everybody will be arrested if not. 30 seconds. Send your leader to my vehicle. Let's talk. Get off the fucking road. Got it. We got it, and so did y'all. Man, get off the highway. This is a state route. Everybody will be arrested if not. 30 seconds. Send your leader to my vehicle. Let's talk. Get off the fucking road.
<laughs> oh, is that right? Man, get off the highway. That right there is how you do it. That is how you handle these people. They were blocking the road, like they were physically blocking the road, and there was traffic for miles, for miles. It's like, look, I got to get off the road. And by the way, these are, um, they, they were on tribal land. So you see, you got the ranger right here from Pyramid Lake. That's a reservation right there in Nevada. You also had the regular rangers who were not part of the tribal um, land involved with the, the whole thing to break up these people on the road. The vehicle drove through the little barrier they had, drove through that, got these morons arrested and off the road. That's how you do it. That's how it was done. Now, thank goodness for their part, at least on the part of the protesters, thank goodness they were not affixed to the road with some kind of uh, um, adhesive. Because we've seen that. We've seen where these people will glue themselves to the ground literally glue themselves to the ground. Now, I don't understand the, the science behind that. I don't really get it because at a certain point, you have to get up from the ground because, okay, you want to stay right there to block the road. It's got to come to an end at a certain point. You can't stay there forever. You're going to stay there. Okay, so what if you were able to accomplish your goal of not having anybody driving the road ever again? Are you going to stay there forever? You have to get up. So what's your plan to get up? <laughs> I don't. It's So luckily, these people had a little bit of sense to not glue themselves to the ground. They were just kind of sitting on the ground, had a little makeshift barrier, and the police ran right through that. Boom. Ran right through that. And that was it. So shout out to the rangers out there in Nevada. That's how you do it. Get off the, you know what, road. And that's it. Get them arrested and get them up out of here. Get them up out of here, man. Anybody got no time for your lawless behavior. Get arrested, go to jail, spend a little time behind bars, and have that be that. And it should be a fine as well. 1,000%. So, yeah. Oh, um, McConnell, I've not played that yet. Did I play? Um, <laughs> uh, I, 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 I didn't play McConnell yet, I don't think. And I, I did see that, and I'm going to show it right quick for you guys. All right, now you guys want to, my man, um, Michael Critchlow, want to see that. Let me see if I can show it to you right quick. So McConnell, you guys know that McConnell froze up again. Um, he froze up, I think it was last month in D.C. Now, here he is in, um, here he is in Kentucky having a press conference. And it was crazy because the question was about him running again in 2026. Okay, because you know he's still in office, he's still a senator from Kentucky. He's 81 years old now. Okay, check it out. His birthday is February, so he'll be 82 next year, 2024. 83 after that, 2025 and 2026, 84. So we're talking about an 84-year-old man running for office yet again for Another six-year term, and if he completes that term, that'd be what? 90 at the end of it? He'll be 90 years old at the end of it? Now, here's my thing. At a certain point, it's like, if you've been in office for a long time, 
You've had a long career. Retire, please. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, um, uh, Mitch McConnell, Joe Biden, obviously. Um, who else? Your man that's brain dead or brain damaged, not brain dead, pardon me. Brain damaged Fetterman. Uh, who else? The lady that, uh, uh, Dianne Feinstein. Dianne Feinstein was literally weekend at Bernie. Literally weekend at Bernie. And the same thing is going on here. Check it out. Watch this. What are my thoughts about what? Running for re-election in 2026. Oh. That's right. Did you hear the question, Senator? Running for re-election in 2026? Yes. All right. I'm sorry, you all. We're going to need a minute. Senator. Penny. I mean, this is crazy. It's totally crazy. Obviously, something's wrong because this is the second time he's done this. He did it in July. He did the same thing. He was asked a question and he just froze up, just turning off into space, not answering the question. And then some are trying to say that he, he um, just didn't want to answer it. I think something's wrong. <laughs> I think something's wrong. And it's like, if you don't want to answer the question, why would you appear to be ill? Why would you do that? What's the what's the point? You already know you had a scare last month. If you do it now, all you're saying is, hey, I don't need to be here. I don't need to be in office. Please get me out. This is crazy. And I think, like I said, I'm sure he has enough money. He can retire. Is there, is there no pension? I mean, why must you work and be this old? Maybe if he doesn't work, he's not going to, you know, some people, they want to stay working forever because if they, if they just stop and they go home, then that's when they die. I don't, I don't really know, but I'm sure you could do other things aside from be a senator. <laughs> okay, because obviously that's not working out too well for you. You're 81 years old. You're not really in good health. You're not looking well. Same thing, Joe Biden. You know, all these excuses made for him. It's like, nah, we need to figure out what's happening. Like, Diane Feinstein, another one. Uh, let, me, let me see. Um, McConnell. There was another one I want to show from the other the other time. Let me see if I can uh, show that. I'm seeing some results from a previous one. Uh, hold on. We put it on the screen right quick. I'm going to show you the other one that happened. I think it was last month. All right. Okay, there we go. Perfect. So here was last month, if I'm not mistaken. June, uh, June or July. I think it was July. Uh, this week has been good bipartisan cooperation and a string of... Uh, So here he was talking and just stopped talking and stay off in the space. He's just. And then it was the same thing. They got to come to his aid. And then later he was speaking and say, oh, I'm all right. 
No, you're not okay, sir. Something's wrong. Else you want to say? I'm sure. Let's go back to your office. Do you want to say anything else to the press? Could you address what happened at the start of the press conference? And was it related to your injury from earlier this year, where you suffered a concussion? Is that? No, I'm, I'm fine. You're not fine at all. You heard the question. They were like, "Well, what happened earlier?" Um, because you know he fell. He fell earlier in the year and had a concussion. If you fall at 81 years old and get a concussion, you could, you could, you could like, you could die from that. You know, that's really, really dangerous to fall at that age. All right. So, I mean, hopefully he's okay, but really it's time to go home. A lot of these octogenarians, 80, um, somebody said it right there. Um, I forget the lady's name, 86 years old. Um, Maxine Waters is not a spring chicken. Maxine Waters is, um, somebody says, um, he's one of my own. That's why I'm talking about him. I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, it don't, really, don't, don't make a difference. I'm not going to lie because you're a Republican. What's the guy do anything? You know what I'm saying? If you're old and you're having medical problems, I'll talk about you regardless. I'm an honest person. Okay. Just like, I don't like certain people. And it's, it's not even about not liking Mitch McConnell. It's not even about that. It's about what you can see, obviously. he's fr He froze up not once but twice. And he's way too old to be doing this. Like, there's a bunch of people in office that are too old and and or not just old, but also um, just not well. John Fetterman is the obvious one. John Fetterman is not that old, but obviously he's unwell. He had a brain injury. How are you going to be in office making decisions with a brain injury? I don't care what party affiliation you, that's, that's irrelevant. That's totally irrelevant. But anyway, um, if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Um, we got super chats on deck. Then I'm going to get to the calls. The number to call 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Then I get to all my things here. Oh, I got one more. Before, before I get Super Chats, before I get Super Chats, I'm going to show you guys something from Bandman Kevo. Bandman Kevo. Now, he's a rapper. Some may call him a scammer. He's a very popular social media figure. Put it to you that way. Now, there's a video I put on shorts of him and his tattoo. But what I'm going to do right now is show you a video on his page. And I'm going to pause it at certain points. Now, I'm going to turn the sound off because it has music on it. So I want to play his music. But this is pretty important. Okay, I guess I can't zoom in. But now, Batman Kevo got a tattoo of Donald Trump's mugshot on his leg. Now, some are going to say that's too far. You're doing too much. I wouldn't do that. I understand that. But, I mean... You know, the whole thing about, oh, Trump's racist and black folks hate him. I mean, that's not that's not necessarily a thing. You guys may have seen the video of when Trump rode through the hood in Atlanta. I might play that one as well. He was in the hood. I think it was on Moreland Ave. Because, you know, when Trump got um, the, the whole mugshot thing and whatnot, he was down Wright Street in Atlanta. That's in the hood, basically. 
So then he went, he cut through the hood to exit. And Eric, the whole hood was out. Everybody was screaming, free Trump. All black folks now, but if you watch MS-13, DNC, CNN, et cetera, they will tell you that he's racist and hates black people. If that's the case, I can't tell. Now, here's a video of Batman Kevo getting a tattoo. That, that's him right there. He black. All right. And I'm going to pause it at certain points. That's some of the tattoo. The sound is off because it has music, but I'm going to pause it so you can see what's going on. All right. He's getting a tattoo right there. All right. And getting it right there on his leg. You see the, the work coming coming together. All right. There's a detail shot of it. And. Okay, I, I'm trying to pause it at certain points. They got it. So that that's that's the image you're using to tattoo. So that's Trump's mugshot, and then it said "Make America Great Again." That's the 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 tattoo idea, and it came out very well. So that's the the tattoo right there on his leg. This is like his, like above his knee, like I guess you say it's like his thigh, but right above his knee on his quad or whatever that is. All right, so. Shout out to the tattoo artists. Amazing work. I'm talking about, and when you're doing tattoos on dark skin, it can be difficult to make the details really pop. If you're lighter skin, um, it don't matter what race you are. I'm just saying your skin tone. If you're dark skin, it's hard for tattoos to come up. If you're lighter skin, you could you could do more colors and they, they pop better on lighter skin. But this right here looks great. All right, so there, that's, a, that's a better picture of it. Amazing. Great, great tone. You can see the, the, the MAGA and whatnot. You can see that in there. Amazing. So, yeah, there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on. But, again, if you watch MS-13 DNC, you watch Joy Ann Reed and all of them, they would say that black folks hate Trump. If that's the case, I can't tell. People getting tattoos. The whole hood came out when it came through Atlanta. Came through Moreland Nav. So what's the what's the problem? Hold on. Matter of fact, let me show you the video. If I did not show it, I'm gonna show it again. And this it's kind of gone viral on my on my um on my YouTube. It has like 2.4 million views. So shout out to you guys for watching this. I can turn the sound on right here. <laughs> And this video kind of it kind you kind of can't see everybody. The whole hood is out. You're seeing one piece of it right here, but if the camera was a pan, everybody's like all up and down the street. It's like a parade. Everybody's out. The whole hood. Everybody's black. Everybody's you know saying free Trump. They waving. They're doing all of that. That might have been him. Oh God. Him right now. That was him. Trump, Trump that walked back. Yeah, that Trump. Oh, that might have been him. We don't know who he is. That might be him. That might be him. Oh, shit. Oh, this shit for real. Like, this shit real. This shit for real. Oh, he might be real. 
Yeah, we, we got to vote, though. Please vote. Everybody out there, please vote. You know, I saw one statistic. You know, they say, well, what's the real statistic? They say uh, 91 or 90% of the black vote goes to the Democratic Party. Well, 79% of the black male vote went to Joe Biden in 2020. So that means 21% or right around that, because you got to give or take for a third party or whatever, 21% or thereabout went to Trump. So if we could continue that trend and make it just grow, then that'd be good. You know, we had a long time of voting for the same way, but it wasn't always that way. We had more voter parity prior to 1960. It was more voter parity. It was more black Republicans. And it was more like how Hispanics vote, maybe even white. White is more 50-50. If we can get to 60-40, I'd be happy. So 79-21 for the men is good. You know, for the women, unfortunately, it's like still 91%. But we can work on that as well. It's going to take time. People want that to change overnight. Good luck with that. If you want... If you want the voting pattern that's been in play for the past 60 years to change next year, <laughs> good luck. It's going to take a long time, years and years and years, but you got to just plug away, plug away. Now, some would say, forget it. It's a lost cause and that's fine. But those who care to change it, you got to make change. You got to, you got to do a lot to change it over time. And the best way to change that would be to just have children, um, get married, and just influence your kids to vote a certain way. You know what I would do if I was a king? I would say um, all these social programs or whatnot, you got to just start to kind of pare them down. Anyway, I digress. I don't want to get too deep. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. I got super chats on deck. Then I'm going to get to the calls. The number to call, 434-658-1220. 434-658-1220. Let me get to the supers right quick. Shout out to Lancelot who says, shout out to ABL for all his hard work. Cheers with the um, the beer emoji. I appreciate you for that. Thank you to EMT Rock who says, great show, ABL. Keep fighting the good fight. We'll do. Thank you for that. Thank you to Lothair who says, there was an episode of Border Wars when they caught an illegal immigrant that was from Ireland that was registered ex-offender, and he had several pounds of cocaine on him. Illegal immigration is not a race thing. 1,000% correct, sir. 1,000% correct. Um, Michael Crislow says, news broke last Thursday about Apple supporting California's Right to Repair Act. Other states are following. Will you do a video about this story, considering your passionate rant a couple weeks ago? Um, I'll look into it and see what's going on, because... Um, I'm going to see if they are really about that because the thing about Apple is that they do things on their production end that prevents repairing to the point where they could support a bill like that. But if ultimately you got to have certain kind of tools to be able to do it, that comes from Apple. I, I don't, I don't, I don't I, I'm going to look into it. Thank you for the uh, super chat. Thank you to Dr. Mosk's retro elixir who says, Congrats on 1 million subscribers. You are a voice of reason. USUF, thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Lothair says, Dennis Rodman is just like a punk rock. Wear their hair. They're, they wear women's makeup for shot value. Right on. Thank you to Monique Price who says, the teacher is giving him dirty looks to probably the 22-year-old newly brainwashed college grads. How pathetic. Grown adults. Props to that kid. 
1,000%. Thank you to Hill Hollaboard for Life who says, dang, McConnell crashed to desktop again. Amen. That's what happened. Thank you to my site who says, I think McConnell envisioned 2026 not being an above-ground event for him respectfully. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for real. I think it's time to go ahead and just be done. But you guys are fantastic. Could not do the show without you. You know what time it is right now. Time for the calls. Again, the number to call, 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Do not be afraid to call. There's also an email for Skype in the description box. You could be right here, bottom left-hand corner of the screen. If you want to do that, that'll help me out as well. Let's keep on rocking and rolling. You guys are hilarious with the super chats, and I'm reading the chat as well. You guys are funny. Shout out to y'all. All righty. And I got, when you guys sent me an email with emojis in it, I love the email. I responded. I want to use the emojis, definitely. So whenever you get a chance, please respond to that. I would love to use those. You, you did an amazing job. So shout out to you. Let's go to 469. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Anthony, this is Joe. Can you hear me okay? I hear you well. Great, great. Hey, thanks for having me on, man. I won't take up too much of your time. So uh, I was just watching the uh, the live stream. Good show, by the way. I don't normally catch the live stream. I usually catch it a few days later. But uh, I thought today, why not just watch it? Um, so this doesn't really have anything to pertain with what's going on to today's show. But I, I just saw a video that Brandon had put up about the, uh, the NFL and um, the Native Americans trying to get the Redskins name back in play, which I think is great. Um, I'm actually an ex Redskin fan, ex NFL fan, actually, but uh, I would like to see that name come back and specifically for uh, the Native American people. And one of the reasons I'd like, I'd like to see that is to basically shut the, the woke mob up, um, make an actual statement to the, to the woke mob. And secondly, I think it would be great for us to unite with the, uh, with the, uh, uh, Native Americans. I think it would be great if, if, if the Washington Redskins would actually uh, contribute, especially around the air, general area like Maryland and Virginia, maybe have like uh, season tickets available, right, for all the Native American families that are within that general area. Um, what, what are your thoughts on that? I think that the name should have never gone away. I don't know who had a problem with it. You know, I'm from Virginia, so of course the Redskins were very, very uh, popular when I was growing up. Either you were a Redskins fan or a Cowboys fan. It was always a rivalry, you know, the whole thing about Cowboys and Indians. It was always like that when I was a kid growing up. Nobody ever thought it was offensive. Nobody ever got upset. But this new batch of people that are around, these woke people, they're the ones who got upset. They're the ones who got triggered. They're the ones who just want to change everything because of, I don't even know what it is. And I saw plenty of native people come out and say like during the whole name change that it didn't want it to be changed. They, they, they were proud of the name. They loved the name and the Redskins logo was designed by a native American. So it's like, what are we really doing? Who are we trying to appease by doing this? I felt like the people that got appeased by this were not even those that they said it affected. So I want the name to go back to Redskins. It shouldn't have changed. Commanders, I'm, I refuse to say that. Washington Redskins. I agree. I, I actually agree with that 100%. And, and another thing with, with a lot of the woke crap that's going on in the NFL, I've commented on this on, 
a lot of people's pages on I'd like to see a lot of conservatives, especially the ones that, in my opinion, are probably 75 percent or higher of the ones that actually support uh, these uh, these sporting leagues, NBA, NFL and so on. Um, when I saw last year, the big narrative last year on each go post was stop racism, right? Well, who do you think that there's, who do you think that they're saying this to? They ain't saying it to the liberals. They ain't saying it to the left. So who exactly are they saying stop racism to the same people that are sitting up in the stands, spending all their money on the NFL, the same people that are purchasing jerseys of these favorite players that are basically taking a crap on the American flag and the national anthem. Why do we keep doing this? I don't understand why we keep doing this. Yeah, I'm not really sure what the purpose is. I don't really understand what's going on. Like the whole thing about stop racism and things of that nature. It's, it's kind of just like marketing that we are not racist to whoever may think that they are a racist. It's, it's really strange. It's really weird. I agree, man. So listen, man, that's really all I got, dude. I love your show. Love you, man. Keep everything moving. Congratulations on the million subscribers. Thanks for taking my call, brother. Thank you for the call. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. All right. Shout out to the caller. Shout out to you guys for being here. Could not do the show without you. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. All right. Yeah. Just appeasing the mob. And at a certain point, it's like sports shouldn't really be a political place. You should be able to enjoy whatever you're watching without the political stuff. You know, I'm a political guy. I'm always into politics, but why can't I get a little bit of a break from that? Why can't I get that? 973, you don't know who I'm speaking to. Oh my gosh. Hi, ABL. How are you? I'm doing well about yourself. I'm doing good. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I got through. Hey, listen, I was uh, watching the part about the the little boy who got, um, you know, he he got uh, caught, I guess, so to speak, about this stupid patch thing because of the patches and whatnot and this woman saying she's just enforcing the rules and stuff like that. Ebio, let me tell you something. When in the world are we going to start focusing on the now? I have an issue about this. There are so much, there's so much crime going on in the streets, in our black neighborhoods. You understand what I mean? I understand that slavery was a problem. I'm not saying to forget slavery altogether. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, as we remember slavery, why aren't we also talking about the other side? There are people today that are being shot, they're being murdered, innocent black babies young ones that are being killed, right? Every single day, ABL. But we keep on focusing on slavery. We keep on focusing on the past. What about now? When are we going to wake up? When in the world are we going to stop the bloodshed that is happening every day in the black neighborhoods? And I wish to God I could ask that woman. I wish I could ask that woman right there in that room that question. Have you ever thought about what's happening in Chicago? Have you ever thought about what's happening in other black cities right now? Babies being shot, 
black men and women being shot? Are you kidding me? And we keep on talking about slavery. Yes, slavery was bad, ABL, don't get me wrong. And it makes me sick, yes. But what about now? What about what's going on right now? It is sickening to me. And it needs to stop. And these Caucasian liberals, they will not stop. It's a disgusting shame. They are using the blacks as to pimp the black people. And the blacks cannot wake up and smell the bacon. It needs to stop. Yes, slavery was bad. But what about the bloodshed that is happening in the streets today? Nobody wants to address that. You want to know why? Because it doesn't matter to them. It doesn't matter to them. And it makes me sick. God bless you, ABO. I want to hear your commentary on that. God bless you. Congratulations on your 1 million subscribers. And I will continue to support you. Okay? Thank you for the call. I appreciate you. All right, bye bye. That's that's a very good point that I make a lot, and that was a very good call, very passionate. And the thing about it is, a lot of these people, uh, you're talking to heads on television, a lot of your politicians, they don't really care about what's actually happening, the actual problems in the community. They are more concerned about just trying to appease to they they try to appeal to those who vote for them. As I've said before, seventy percent of those who make under 30 grand a year, do not vote. 70% of those who make below $30,000 per year don't vote. So who are you trying to really talk to when you talk about white supremacy, when you're talking about um, sports, when you're talking about BS, it doesn't really matter. That will not make a difference. You're talking to a lot of your upper crust, your constituents who don't live in the bad neighborhoods, you're talking to those who are going to vote for you, those who are going to donate to you, you're talking to them. You're not talking to those that are really affected by actual violence and things of that nature. When you're trying to push gun control, you're not trying to help those who are affected by it. By it, meaning like violence, gun violence. You're not trying to talk to them. If you were trying to talk to them, you would say, hey, you need to arm yourself. If you're living in a dangerous neighborhood and you have crime and violence going on, the police can't be the 24-7 to protect you. You got to protect yourself. But when you're talking to the liberals who have never seen the gun before in real life, who are not affected by the crime like that, but who may turn on the TV and see the crime, they think the solution is to eliminate guns. So you're going to talk to them and not to those that actually need the protection. You see how that works? Defund the police. Who are we talking to? You're talking to those that are in the hoods as if that's going to help them, but not for you. Prime example, Alyssa Milano. Defund the police so the homicide rate can jump 25% in the ghetto, but it's all good because you think you did something right, although the results are something different. But then when you see a, a young man on your property with an airsoft rifle hunting squirrels, you call the police and the whole town police shows up. You got helicopters, EMS, fire trucks, police cars, trucks, all of that for one person. You see how that works? That's that's. That's what they do. It's not even about anything other than just trying to appeal to those that vote for them, appeal to those that give them money. It's not about the constituents for real. 
859, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to? Yo, ABL, how's it going? What's up, man? How's it going? It's all great, man. What's happening? All right, all right, right, man. I I I made that comment earlier about the um I forgot it. I forgot what it was. Never mind. <laughs> but hey, I'm enjoying the show, man. I'm enjoying the show, man. Appreciate it, man. And uh it was about you yeah, it was about illegal immigra- immigration and stuff like that. They're all hypocrites. They all it's all about politics. Like because Hillary Clinton, bro, seriously wanted to build a wall way before Donald Trump was even thinking about building a wall. You know? And they use that tactic calling Trump racist because of over that statement a long time ago. And he wasn't trashing illegal immigrants. He was just saying some come over here illegally who are good people and some who are bad people. But we don't know these people. That should be common sense. <laughs> right, exactly. It happens. And the only, the only reason why they're coming over here illegally is because this, our government is, just, is, is basically giving money away and using them for cheap labor. So basically, they're just cheap labor. It's like the modern-day a slave, a slave trade almost. I, I know I know it sounds exaggerated when I say that, but they take a lot of these big businesses, they take advantage of these illegal immigrants because they don't have workers' rights. They cannot pay them and say, bye-bye. And it's kind of the sad reality is, Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> sorry about that. So I almost tripped on something, but I'm on I'm on a rant on this stuff right here. But that's why I'm just saying that the it, they make it like a race thing. It's not a race thing. There's people who come over here regardless of race. They try to come here illegally. You can imagine so many Ukrainians and Russians will probably do the exact same thing. You know, right? Of course, come over here illegally. And we don't know if these people are good or bad at all. So we're going to give them the same. They're probably, our, our law enforcement is going to give them the same treatment regardless of race. They're coming over here the wrong way and not what, like, where are you hiding? What are you hiding? You know what I'm saying? That's my question. Even people who overstay their visas, some are good people. But, like, but we have legal immigration for a reason. If you're trying to, uh, you know, help out with the economy and the American dream and to contribute to your community, doesn't matter if you're a dishwasher or a business owner. It really has nothing to do with it. You know, it's a melting pot. Our country is a melting pot, and so, man, so, sometimes they use this whole open borders argument because man, they just want to, they just want cheap labor, man. It's all it is. It's a bunch of of rich elitists wanting cheap labor. It's the reality, man. Hey, I'm loving the show, man. I'll talk to you later, bro. Much love, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. No, much love, man. All right. Shout out to the caller. 504, you're the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL. It's Alien Spaceship. All right, man. What's going on? All right. So very good show. And also, so I want to say that, yeah, I've been researching things about the border for a while and there is a lot of people coming in that are not even from Mexico. There's a lot of people that are coming in from like what you showed in the video from the far East and also a lot of young Chinese people too. And I think that it's very dangerous. It's like what we're saying in chat. It's like a small invasion. Right. Absolutely. Right. 
And also because like the terrorists that we had in the country that did 9-11, they came from Afghanistan. It was based over there because there's like the Taliban is a separate thing. They're Sunni Muslims and then there's Al Qaeda and they both, you know, they don't really like each other, but they're both Sunni Muslim. And then, so that's the area where the, the terrorism stuff started, but it spread all over the Middle East and also in other parts of Asia where they have Islamic countries. Terrorists can come through any, uh, anywhere really from those other countries. Yeah, it's a problem because the border is wide open. You can pretty much get anybody and people just don't understand. They think that it's just Mexicans coming across because they're poor. They have no idea what's really happening. And I think that it's so people like myself to really expose what's going on. You have the entire world coming in and you have no idea who is coming here in that bunch. Exactly. And I think the media, the media is the biggest tool in this situation to destabilize the country because they're making these liberals and these normies think that it's just poor Mexicans coming in, but they don't understand it's the whole world coming in. And like Trump said, like the terrorists could be coming through. And as you are exposing it, and that's very good. And, you know, that's what's going on with, with the border. And also, do you know of if there's I know from what I watch, uh, there's a lot of people. They have to bring the people in from the border. So that's something I know of. If you weren't aware of that, that the, the, VP, the border control is bringing the people in because of Biden. Well, what I'm hearing is that once they come to the actual border, Sometimes they're okay. escorted in by yeah. the border patrol. Yes, that's I've I've heard that yeah. for sure. Okay, yeah, because I saw that because some YouTubers were streaming it, and I saw that with my own eyes. And yeah, okay, I'm confirming what you were seeing. Absolutely. And also, I yeah, uh, thank you. And also, I think with that boy you were showing, that was noble and patriotic of him to uh, show his patriotism with his symbol. I know about that flag and there's so many anti-American flags and these, the gay flags and stuff, not like gay people specifically, but the LGBTQ flag it's being used as propaganda against America. And I don't know why, like these people like vandalize the whole country, but they're worried about some kid wearing an American patriotic thing. It's like we're, we've been invaded already in a way, which I believe we have been. Absolutely. I mean, a lot of that happening right now in Colorado that's the Californians mm -hmm. coming over there, bringing their ideology. And it doesn't just stop with them and their households. They go out to the school system, they go out to the workplace, and they infect it there. Right. And China has infected a lot of schools, and they're and trying to infiltrate those things. And I do agree with you about the weed, where the people, like, if they legalize weed, it attracts these other people in there that are sketchy people. And then you have the crack people, the heroin people, you got everybody in there. So I see like it, it, it brings in a bad crowd. I do. I, I do agree. Absolutely. You know, it, it brings in the Californians like that's that's really that was one of the big draws because they already had some of those things in California. Like they they have certain rules that people who live a certain way like to live under when you kind of like kind of going soft on the drugs and soft on the crime and you let people camp. You're just giving them the perfect environment for them to do what they do. And then when they come there, they're going to vote the exact same way that they did when they were in California. So you're right. going to get the same type of results. Exactly. And also, and I think like the Appalachia in the South is a very nice place. Although I think sometimes the cities, they, there seems to be some infiltration, like with Georgia, there's some corruption from people told me over there. There's some corruption going on. 
and like with the city and stuff. And I think it's terrible, you know, what they, they did to Trump. But I think overall, though, that area is better than California and those other places. And I think that the people don't understand that they, they're voting a certain way and it's causing the problem. And it's good that you're exposing that. And something I also want to bring to your attention about the Pentagon. They are trying to make a plea deal with the terrorists in uh, Guantanamo and the, the people that constructed 9-11. And, and people, they're saying how they want to do this because it's a political thing before the next election. So they would... They would avoid the death penalty and they would have a private uh, trial rather than a public trial because they may not want these terrorists to spill beans on things that we did wrong in that event. Well, I mean, that could be going on. we got to see how that whole thing plays out. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And also, that is all I have to say for this call. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Okay, bye. All right, shout out to the call. Look, great call as always. Let's keep on rocking here. 901, you don't lie. Who am I speaking to? Uh, good evening, ABL. My name is Lily. All righty, what's going on? I'd like to talk about the um, the border. I think I have a solution that they could stop it probably tomorrow. What you do, you get all of them, and you put them on a plane, and you fry them t- fly him to Ukraine to Zelensky. You send him over there and you make it clear to everybody, everybody coming here, that's what's going to happen to you. If you get caught here illegally and you can't prove that you came correct, you get on a plane, send him to Ukraine. And that's a great solution because they always say how we got to help Ukraine and they're our best ally. Okay, cool. You know what? We got the you put them to come over here illegally, and you guys, you like the illegal aliens, you like Ukraine. Well, send them over there, and then it, it, it'll all be great. They got a fighting force. That'd be fantastic. But what you're saying is right on point. If that begins yeah. to happen, then save, they, save some money, they, give you, some bodies. That, that's, that's right. And I think real <laughs> quick, they will start coming over here because they don't want to go to yeah. Ukraine. Yeah, because I think somebody then put it out in those other countries that what they can get when they come here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, have, they, they got Probably they got could get disability if, if one of your legs gimpy or something. So, you know, so I just, I think that's what, that's what happened. Absolutely. You're 100% correct. All right, you, that's, that's all I got. I thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Fantastic call. Yeah, send them to Ukraine. I say that's that's a good solution. I mean, the the, the left should like it, right? Because they keep talking about how Ukraine, we got to help them. Yeah, keep giving them money, all this and that and the third. You got guys like Malcolm Nance want to go over there and volunteer to fight and die or whatever. Or not really fight, just kind of pretend he's fighting. But anyway, if you want to go do that, go ahead. And let's send them over there. Cool. You guys want to come to the United States? Well, no, no, no. Go to Ukraine. It's, it's good over there, right? Go over there, help them fight uh, 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 Vladimir Putin. You you will see an immediate drop in people coming to the southern border. That you'll you'll see that drop right away, right? So yeah, shout out to her, great, fantastic call. Let's keep on rocking here. Nine one eight, you're not allowed. Who am I speaking to? Hey, what's up, ABL? It's JD Scott from Oklahoma. How you doing, buddy? It's all good, man. What's happening? Hey, no, man. I uh, sitting back and doing the show as always. Um, 
Didn't really have much to say tonight, but a couple other guys uh, brought up a topic I want to talk about real quick. And that was the wokeness in sports nowadays. Yeah, with the NFL, the NBA, MLB. Yeah, I can't watch that stuff anymore. I cannot do it anymore. And then whenever you do watch it on TV, the commercials are ten times worse. <laughs> it's there's nothing but prescription or prescription drug commercials, and I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to turn my TV on now that anymore. I don't want to see what's on. But what I will say, there is one sport that better not ever go to work, and I don't think it will. And I know that you'll love it. Everyone should love it. There's monster trucks. Right. You know, big monster. Yeah, ramming up in the air, jumping like 50 feet, you know. I mean, I've been to a show in St. Louis once, and it was the coolest show I've ever seen in my life. And everybody there was standing up, cheering, clapping. Old, young, black, white, Hispanic, male, female. Everybody just had a great time. It was awesome. And um, one more part about that is you heard that you have heard of the truck grade digger, right? Yeah, that's like one of the most iconic books. Yeah. Grade yeah. digger and Bigfoot. Yeah, I've heard. I'm, I'm familiar. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, the, the grade digger head driver who's uh, Dennis Anderson, and he's got like, you know, kind of like three or four boys. They all follow in their dad's footsteps, and they're all great drivers now. But he's also got a daughter named uh, Kristen Anderson. I mean, you gotta look up her, look up real quick. And she's just a young lady. She's not even that old. But no, her dad's teaching her how to be a great driver. And she's doing what she loves, and she's not asking for more money. You know, that's the thing about motorsports. I mean, if you want to make more money, you got to do good I mean, with any sport, really. Like, you want to get the touchdowns, home runs. You know, you can't just be like, hey, I'm a woman, so pay me more. Like Megan Rapino. You know, I used to slightly like women's soccer. Only when it came to championship time, but now, now I can't even watch that anymore either. But anyway, there's still there's still some sports left that we got to hang on to. We can't let them take them all away from us. That's right. Yeah. All right, man. I'll let you go. Uh, everybody else, get on here and have a good night, buddy. Thanks for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, there. All right, shout out to my man for the call. Most certainly appreciate him. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. All righty. But yeah, one thing about sports is it should be about, um, it should be a merit-based thing. It shouldn't be about, well, um, who can who, who, who can beg the most. It's like, man, look, go out there, perform on the field, perform on the basketball court, perform wherever you are, and just do better. Do, do enough to get people to be interested in whatever you got going on. That's the way that it should be working. 100%. That's, that's the way that it should be. All right. 
<laughs> Dodgeball with cannonballs. That's crazy. All right. I'm reading some of the chat here. A uh, number to call 434. There it is. 434-658-1220. All right. <laughs> yeah, the Ukraine need more all the help they can get. The, the, the billions and millions is not really enough. Send them all the money. Send them all the people. I, I, you know, rather than sending them money, send them to the illegal aliens. That, that could be a fair trade. It's like, look, man, we're having a hard time being able to supply all this money, but we got a bunch of these illegal aliens, so we can give you that. I mean, if you don't want that, then we can't really do too much for you. All right? You're pretty much out on your own on, on that one. Let me go ahead and uh, restart the Skype right quick. Let me keep on rocking here. Yeah, we can't help you too much, man. We're, we're having a hard time being able to do with the illegal aliens. All we got is about, you know, 10,000 illegal aliens per day. Take that. Man, that, that war needs to go ahead and end because they're not going to be able to really, they're not really going to be able to, to to come to a resolution on that whole war front. They're not, they're not going to fix it. Ain't no sense in even really trying to keep on going with it. What's the, what's the purpose of having the, the war rage on other than trying to weaken uh, Russia? There's literally no other reason behind that at all. Yeah, electric cars. Yeah, what are they going to do with electric cars in Ukraine? Not much, I don't I don't suppose. 423, you don't know who I'm speaking to. Hey, BL, this is Kendall. Um, I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. And I just wanted to throw an idea by you and see what you thought. Alrighty. Um, so I was thinking about a YouTube channel. I've got some notes down here. Uh, it would basically be the topic would be optimized fatherly advice for the lives of young men. I feel like my personal experience is that I don't really. I look online for advice that I feel like should be a lot more readily available, right? Things like relationships, stoicism, money management, taxes, career development. I watch a lot of different channels, you know, like uh, Joe Rogan, Jordan Peterson, Jocko Willink, you know, guys you've always heard of. Uh, there's some other channels that may be a little bit more niche. Uh, ben Felix is a great money manager. Uh, you've heard of Dave Ramsey probably. More plates, more dates. Just all facets of life that, uh, you know, I find to be quite important. Uh, I know this isn't like inherently political, but at the same time, I feel like there's a great need out there for young people to have uh, guidance. So I just wanted to run that idea by you and see what you thought about it. That's a great idea. You know, and the, the main thing, if you think that there's a need for that out there, that's the main thing that you should really focus on because, that's part of the reason why I started my channel is because I was trying to find guys like me that talk about politics, you know, guys that I could relate to. I was trying to find that on YouTube before I became a YouTuber. So when I was having a hard time, Absolutely. I was having a hard time finding it. So I was like, why don't I just be that person? And that's what started my YouTube channel. So if you're having that same idea that I had, I say, go ahead and do it because you, you have a passion for it. You interested in it and you want that to get out there. You can be that person you're looking for. And I'm sure that you're not the only one looking for what you're trying to find. So you'd be able to grow an audience like that. So I say to keep on, just 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 do it. Put it out there. Don't focus too much trying to get equipment and stuff like that. I mean, you can always get different things yeah. as time progresses, but your main thing should be getting a message out there right away. And like uh, 
what do you think about like I don't do TikTok just because I don't trust the platform and also I think short form content is kind of uh garbage <laughs> to be honest. Uh but do you think that you could really grow a platform uh oriented towards uh a useful demographic in this day and age whenever short form content is dominant? Because I'm I'm much more oriented towards long form content. I'll sit down and watch a two hour lecture and have a blast, but I'm not in the majority whenever I, I say that. So uh what do you think what do you think my target demographic would do you think they would latch onto that or do you think it would be a lost cause? Well you're gonna need to have you're gonna need to have some short form content, but you can also have long form content because People still, people still listen to podcasts that are pretty young. They, they you know, podcasts are not necessarily going to be short. Uh, Joe Rogan or whatnot, mm-hmm. I'm sure he has a lot of um, young people that listen to his podcast. But you got to have some clips to be able to get him in. So if there was like a TikTok or you can do shorts on YouTube or Instagram or whatever, have some of the shorts that will link to the actual long form content. That's, that's probably the best way yeah. to go about it. Just have a combination of both. Don't just have one or the other. Okay, well, I won't take up too much of your time. I know it's not political, but I just really think that uh, there's an unanswered niche whenever it comes to life advice. And, I mean, I've I've heard of a couple of people trying to start, like, websites for life advice and things like that, but I don't know if anyone's ever actually executed it well, meaning it performed well and gained a lot of traction on the Internet. So, right, of course. I don't know. I figured I'd just run that by you because uh, – I trust your voice. I, I think you come from a good place and I don't know. I can get a hold of you. So I appreciate you taking my call, brother. Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate you. You bet. Take care. All right, shout out to the caller. Yeah. Um I've had the same idea. You know, I've said it here on the on the channel that I want to start Uncle ABL. I've said that before. I just gotta find time to be able to do it. Um and it's um it's something that I have a passion in as well because I see a lot of people talk about things that they don't know. They, they don't have any idea. Like my, my point of view, my perspective is that a lot of people are just asleep and they don't have any idea what's happening around them just in their regular everyday life. They have no clue what's going on. And I want to just uh, bring them the reality from my perspective, just from the way I see the world. I think it's different than the average normie walking around. Okay. And Again, to the whole thing about the young audience, you can have long-form content, some long-form content. It can't be all long-form. If you get videos that's two hours long, that's going to be intimidating. Like what I do, what I've always done on my channel is have videos right around 10 minutes. And what I've discovered recently is that I got to have some short stuff too. I've tried to avoid the TikTok-ized mind, but I can't because it's, it's taking over. It's everywhere. And at a certain point, when you try to escape change change is going to be forced upon you it's going to happen to you you know that's just kind of the way it is it's like um if you're still trying to use cds like i realize on my car i have a cd player it's like a cd player how did that get there <laughs> i've not seen the cd player in years like uh am i must i got a mustang but am i i got so i got two cars i, I had to had the tundra but my lease ended, so I was like, I don't really drive the truck that much. So I went to get the Mustang. I got an older, like a used Mustang. 
and it's perfect. And then I have my regular, just everyday car, my Toyota Camry. Nothing really major. I'm not out here driving Bentleys and Benzes and nothing crazy like that. Just nice car. So my, my Camry has no CD player, which is normal. My truck and I have a CD player. My last car with a CD player, I can't even really tell you. Probably, wow, I don't even remember. Maybe when I, when I had my Forerunner back in the day. This was like 2011, 2012, right around that time. I've had a few cars since then and have not had a CD player in it. My point is that if you're still trying to use CDs and you've not upgraded to streaming, you've not upgraded to um, having stuff on your phone, you're, you're left behind. The same way I was trying to keep using my BlackBerry. I lied to you not. I've said it before on the channel. I had to get bullied into getting a, a full touchscreen phone. I had a BlackBerry with the half uh, physical keyboard and the half smaller screen. I had that until 2018. I was way behind. But at a certain point, the modern technology got forced on me. I couldn't, I couldn't hold out doing the things I was doing back in 2007, 2008, and 2023. I had to advance with the time. So although you could still do some long-form content, you could still do some content that, uh, you know, is, is like that, you got to be able to do the short-form content as well. You have to be able to do it. You know, it's just, it is what it is. All right. So... That's what's going on. And uh, shout out to you guys. I'm getting a text with somebody. Hopefully, I'm not going to say anybody's name, but hopefully she gets well soon. I see your text, but I'm not going to say anything. Hopefully she gets well soon. Okay. Um, one thing about this number, I cannot text back on it at all, but I can receive stuff when I'm, when I'm doing the show. So this number is only active when I'm doing the show and I cannot call you or text you or anything on it. There's, there is no number for that. And that goes back to what I was saying earlier. If anybody tries to say, um, you know, uh, if anybody tries to say they're me and they try to scam you talking about, I'm going to call you or something like that. Don't believe it. I will never, I'm never going to call you. I'll, I'll email you maybe, but I'm not going to call you. Yes. I had a Blackberry in 2018. I was holding on to the last, to the bitter end. When I had my BlackBerry, I was seeing news stories talking about they're not going to make them anymore. They're going out of business. They'd have been bankrupt. I was holding on. You know, I change sometimes is hard, but you got to change. Change with the times. A thumb drive. I've not seen a thumb drive in a long time either. I've not seen a thumb drive in a minute because now everybody's on the cloud. And I have thumb drives, but it's, you know, it's so uncommon. I've not used a thumb drive in a minute because you got all these, all these cloud-based services. You could just upload it there. I have, well, my computer, I have, um, I've put in like internal hard drives, of course, in my computer. And my, I got, I have like three hard drives in that computer. I got two M2s and I got a regular SSD in here and in, in that device, but just a regular thumb drive walking around back in the day when I was like, probably like, in my early 20s, I had, um, when I was in school, I had a necklace with my thumb drive on it. <laughs> That's old, old school. Nowadays, it's, it's no point because you got enough memory probably in your phone for whatever you need. And if you need more, just put it on the cloud. It's so much more convenient. Just do it that way. And then with me, 
I got my computer with the M2s on it. If you don't, if you don't know what that is, you have like a, it's a, it's a hard drive that is going to be it's a solid state drive that's t- attached straight to my motherboard. It's going to be fast, high capacity, easy. Put it right on there, and then if I need a backup, I got the cloud. You got cloud with with everything. You you can get it free with your Windows computer, the OneDrive. You got it with Adobe products. You got it with your Apple iPhone. You got it with Google, um, Gmail, Yahoo. Everything has cloud on it, so there's no point to having a thumb drive in 2023. Yeah, I, I, agree, I agree with you, Bob K. Bob K says you don't trust the cloud. I, I understand that point as well. This is why I have a lot of hard drive, a physical hard space. And another reason why I hate Apple products, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to say Apple sucks, really, because, look, and, and, and it's unfortunate because a lot of other companies taking their lead. See, look, this phone that I have right here, this is my, um, my Samsung phone. This phone should have, um, I think it does have, um, like a micro SD card. See in the bottom there, you probably can't see it, but I'm in the bottom of the phone. There's space for a SIM card and, in that SIM card slot, you also have space for a, um, a, a micro SD. So you can upgrade the storage with a device. But Apple iPhones don't have that ability. Now, there's a space for a SIM card, but that same SIM card slot, which could easily have a micro SD slot, does not have it because what they want you to do is buy more space that's non-expandable. It's so anti-consumer. It's what they do with their um, computers as well. You can't really upgrade it at all. They solder in this, the RAM right on the motherboard. You can't upgrade the hard drive. It sucks. It sucks. It's whack. So you might have to, if you want a 256 gigabyte phone, it might cost X. But if you want to double that, it might cost you $400 more. But if you get a micro SD, a micro SD could be $75. Rather than paying seventy five, you got to pay another four hundred, and it's not expandable, so you can't even go beyond that. It's stupid. And what they what they do is they force you to a, it, it, it's two things they do. They force you to just buy up front the extra space, or b they force you to get a subscription to the cloud. I hate it. I hate it so much. Wow, floppy disk. I've not seen a floppy disk in a minute. I've not seen one of those. That's that's right, GS. Apple is very proprietary. That's why I do not have Apple products. The only reason, the only reason why I have the iPhone, the only reason is because of friends and family. They want to see that blue bubble. That's it. Um, FaceTime, blue bubbles. That's it. And a little bit of something else, a preview of Uncle ABL. If you're out here in the dating world, as a, a male especially, and you are texting a young lady from an Android device, they might get scared. Scared. I've literally heard this. I've literally heard that if you text them from an Android device, they get scared because it's going to be a green bubble. If they think you're going to be a scammer, you're trying to rob them. They get scared, literally. I'm not, I'm not making it up. You're dating girls in their 20s? Forget about it. You got to have an iPhone. Even if it's an older iPhone, they won't see that blue bubble. Real talk. I'm not I'm not making it up. If not for friends and family, I would not have an iPhone at all. 
I would stick to my Android device. This is what I use every day when I'm putting out videos on Instagram and YouTube, like the shorts and whatnot, I'm using this. I do not use this to work on at all. I'm not, I'm not going to upgrade it no time soon. It's going to stay what it is for as long as I can keep it the way it is. And what they're going to end up doing is making this get slowed down to make me try to upgrade. That's what they're going to do. I think not. They say you says my dad was a computer repair and hated Apple. I'm the same way. I'm a, I'm a computer repair guy too. I used to have, a, used to have a, a mobile computer repair business. I did that for a little while. You know, and I was real, real young. I was like 19, 20 doing stuff like that. I would, um, you know, people had viruses on the computer back in the day. I clean your, I, I would, I would um, defrag. I would maybe even give you a new hard drive just to go ahead and just start it over again. I did all that back in the day. You know, that, that was my thing. The blue bubble. Okay. So check it out. The blue bubble. When you text someone from an Apple device, if they also have an Apple device, they're going to see on their phone um, in the text messages is going to be a blue bubble. If you text from an Android device in the text message, it's going to be a green bubble. So whatever you send from an Android to an Apple will be in the green bubble. If they see that, they know you have an Android device. That's real talk. That is for real. That's what's, that's is, that's what, that's, that's what's going on. It's crazy. All right. 773, you're in the line. What's we'll speaking to? ABL, it's your retired Chicago police officer friend. How you doing? It's all good, man. What's happening? Well, ABL, there goes your uh, uh, Apple uh, endorsement. So, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you can kiss that goodbye. <laughs> uh, and I'm glad you warned everybody about being scammed. Of course, uh, you know, your cryptocurrency is, is still good because I'm heavily invested in that. <laughs> so well, no, no problems with that. Maybe <laughs> uh, really the one thing I wanted to talk about, and I think it's one of the most important things besides the election and everything else. You know, when, when somebody in power comes in and makes a change, sometimes the pendulum doesn't swing the other way. Some of these changes are made for good, meaning uh, forever, not, not for the good, but forever. And unfortunately, one of the big things that Biden did that really will never be remedied or fixed is the open border. Because even if you close the border now, all those millions of people from all around the world, as you mentioned, Somalia and, uh, you know, Arab countries and, uh, you know, South America, from all around the world, really. Everyone saw that this is their opportunity to get on a plane wherever they're at on the planet, make their way to South America, somewhere in Latin America, and make their way north to the open door that is the United States. And... Some of the people that are here now illegally may be caught in a crime and shipped back, get wrapped up into something uh, and shipped back. But for the most part, millions of people are not going anywhere. They are now, for intent, all intents and purposes, United States citizens, even though they're really not. They are here to stay. 
They have made their way to the promised land and they're here. They're not going anywhere. The problem is that for every good family that may change the United States for the better, because there will be some of those characters that came here illegally and changed the United States for the better. God knows how many millions or hundreds of thousands that are going to change the United States for the worse, not just in policy, but who knows who we let in. This was the Taliban and uh, uh, Al-Qaeda's chance to get cells into America. So our, our enemies are among us, let alone the enemies that we have politically. Our enemies are now probably among us and planning to do devastation to the United States. Because what people don't understand here in the United States, because we've insulated ourselves, it's like the rich person insulating themselves from the ghetto. You know, when you insulate yourselves from where the turmoil is, you're kind of out of touch about it. And the way I correlate it to the rest of the world is we are kind of insulated from war and strife on our land, on our land, on our soil. We had a taste of it at 9-11 and some other terrorist attacks here and there. But these other countries, at one time or another, are in all-out war on their land. We have gone to war. We have died for this country in the military and, and otherwise. But we did it on foreign soil. Wait till it starts to happen here in mass through terrorism or whatnot. And I'm not talking about a civil war. I'm talking about our enemies. We've let our enemies, you know, in, into the fort, past the gates. And it's a it's going to be a troubling thing uh, for the future, I believe. That's my two cents, ABL. And thanks for taking my call. And I'll talk to you later. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Thanks, ABL. All right. Shout out to the call. Great call. Fantastic call. Very good perspective. But I think that'll be a wrap for me. I mean, the time went by so fast. Shout out to you guys for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. If you like what you're hearing so far, if you like what you heard tonight, rather give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Thank y'all for being here, for watching, retweeting, super chatting, whatever you're doing. I could not do this show without you. I'll be back live again on Saturday. Same bat time, same bat place. 8 p.m. to right around right now, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is also a podcast you're listening to right now. It'll be available on your favorite audio streaming platform. Whether that be Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, etc. Link for that will be in the description or just go to your favorite audio streaming platforms and search ABL Live. I should pop right on up. This will be available tomorrow at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. All righty. I got a couple more super chats I'm going to read. Then I wrap it on up, put the bow clean on it. Matter of fact, I think I, think I got everything. I got everything, all the super chats right there. I went ahead and covered. I'll be back again live on Saturday. And I'm putting out videos off about today. Oh, almost forgot. If you're not following me on my other social media platforms, please do so. We get uh, Instagram at 100,000. We're trying to get that more than 100,000 on Instagram. 
uh, Facebook, I'm over there. And Twitter, now known as X, I'm over there as well. But that'll be a wrap for me. So until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.